are listening to the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Leave your feelings at the door because we coming with that realness, my nigga. Uh, yeah. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, yes, indeed. We are back, bitches. We? Oh, uh, well, I'm two? back. I'm back. I'm <laughs> there's back. two? Yeah. Oh, shit, it's been, been a long time. I shouldn't <laughs> have left you. Yo. Don't be, you went to go get some cigarettes, didn't you? I always fear, my mama said, the black man gonna go get some cigarettes and never come back. And never come back, but, but he you came, came back. back though. You be breaking, I am back. You be breaking stereotypes. I am back, and I am Arizona, and he is Soul Popo, What's and yes, indeed, now? this is the IBHM podcast. I'm black, he's Mexican, all that shit. How you living? What? How you living? <laughs> what? In, in living color. color. Yo, we back, yo. <laughs> yeah. We back. It's been a long time. Been a long time. Uh just to uh I guess do a recap of the recap. Uh your boys uh fresh out, ain't nothing to go back. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yo, uh, did you ever did you ever discuss your your, uh, your, your temperate stint or was that not to be discussed? Well, yeah, so I'm um, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it on the low because I know the feds is watching. But uh, yeah, but I will say that, yeah, I'm done with uh, all those uh, classes, all that stuff that I had to do. And uh, so uh, your boy's uh, back on his grizzly, yo. So I am happy to be um, halfway. I I got half my foot out. Um, Black man just trying to get out of the system, man. You know how it is, man. You know how it is. (laughs) Yo, so what would you say then? Because I, I imagine, and I was telling the listeners, that it had to been a combination of like a shit fuck stack a la uh, something Watts, I forget what his name was, dude with the funky hair comedian who, who made that song. Uh, what what was it entirely that kind of that kept you away that just, I mean, why why did you miss so many damn shows, Verse, huh? <laughs> why you ran out of vacation time a long time ago? Why have you not shown back up to work? <laughs> this so, yeah. is a no call, no show. It's been a lot of no calls, no show, so I'm glad I got rehired. Uh, no, basically, yeah, long story short, it was all the, so our work, uh, schedules were on two different eclipses for a while. Then I had all the legal stuff I was going through. Then, um, then I hated my job for a good stretch. I had a real bad, long stretch of, um, some bad management above me, but, uh, yeah, I got the court stuff behind me for the most part now. And then um, your boy recently got promoted again. And so Congrats now my man, my man. And so uh, I'm back on my day tip. So, uh, yeah, I got actually get a weekend off and, uh, you know, get, yeah, get like Sunday off. And then I actually get, you know, I'm not closing. So I'm not at work until 11 o'clock at night. So, uh, yeah, things are looking on the up and up. And so it looks like we should be able to get back into this here rotation you know Hopefully. so is that gonna be a for sure thing then the the so can the fans expect shows on sundays because we gotta get on consistent times fucking around with other shits and I, I, I thought i was kind of consistent even though uh we were mentioned to being dead or dying uh shots which are kinda, youtube I, I kinda, youtube shots fired i saw y'all i see y'all but uh I mean, and you know, and I thought I was consistent by doing it between Friday to Saturday, maybe stretching into Sunday. Uh, and I kept consistent for the you know, on a weekly basis until I had myself about a two or actually it was three weeks that I kind of just didn't get back into. And I don't know what it was. Um, but again, can we get the people uh, guaranteed that if it's not out on Sunday, we will try some midweek shit. Would you say that that'd be possible? So that is hopefully the plan because as this work schedule pans out, um, I should be having a week end off and a week day off. And um, 
Yeah, luckily, hopefully. Yeah, because that's the only other thing that sucks about right now is I'm on that salary life. And so, Ooh. like, uh, even you today, for all hours, you always on the clock. So that's the only <laughs> other thing. Like, so today's my day off. So that doesn't mean that I'm not going to work. That means I'm going to work later in the day to do some <laughs> little small stuff. So it's like, and even Wednesday, uh, Wednesday was my last day off. And um, that meant I was only at work for like a couple hours. <laughs> oh, wait, so you still go back to work today. Yeah, yeah. So I'm stopping by. Yeah, because I got some stuff I want to get done before Monday starts, and I didn't have time to do it on Friday or Saturday because I had a whole bunch of other stuff going. So yeah, so I will be stopping by work uh, today because it's it, yeah, it's a salary life, man. No days off. <laughs> no days off. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. So the po- them, right? yes, I'm digging the new position. I'm digging where I'm at right now. So things are on the up and up. So uh, yeah, because you treated me like a hoe, man. I went to go fucking see you. And then, you know what I'm saying? You're like, can't act like, like, we, like we know each other. I'm like, what the fuck do you expect me to do? Coming in fucking yelling at my brother, my brother. We're out, out, my brother. Yo, and so you could, um, so it's calling impossible. You out, well, calling no, you so out. it's, it's impossible for people, for you to not run into people that you know at your job, if you will, up right. there. But, um. Yeah, asset protection as a motherfucker. And like, so uh, we recently had a guy. So, dang, I can't even, I can't even get into all the one twos because the feds is watching. But anyway, come on, basically, come on. Your basically, no, yeah. So basically, yeah, they, they watch uh, the employees like halts or whatever. And if you seem like you got relationships with, and it's crazy because like I got reoccurring customers that come in there all the time that I got relationships with and so on and so forth. But yeah, that's just that. What? Yeah. I sprinkle myself because, you know, at the time I'm kind of I'm in between gigs, you know, trying to find the, the right view for me. And I, I was, Papa I was is, uh Tommy from Martin. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> and uh, oh, God, you know that, you know, that's coming back. Right. There's rumors. Actually, this is some breaking that. news. I mean, you might have seen it on fucking TMZ because Martin Lawrence was hanging out with the bitch that played Gina and the yeah. bitch that played Pam. Uh, to whatever. Gina, Arnold. Yeah. I got to yeah. say, though, uh, I'm not excited about it but go ahead well you know what i wasn't excited either but i'm thinking if they could bring roseanne back then why couldn't they bring a brother back but anyways uh, and it's crazy that we jump to such speculations all because we see motherfuckers reunited having a goddamn dinner uh but back to my main story so i was going to the south side i stopped uh at, at the place on 35th and southern and some random uh, person mm. that i went to high school with this has been over 10 years and uh, actually more than 10 years because i didn't even finish high school the high school she was talking about and she's like wait i know you so you didn't have all the, you know, all this. But, uh, so I know you're like, how the fuck would you recognize me? Because I got all this so that people wouldn't recognize me from back in the day. So, and she was chatty to the motherfucker. So you, you, you know what I'm saying? You got your brother coming, man. You know what I'm saying? Kind of shirshing, man. I, yeah. I ain't going to say I was heartbroken, but, you know, I felt some kind of way. <laughs> no, and it's crazy, too, because I got some uh, other coworkers that I used to work with that uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to stop by your job next time that you're at work. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, you're only going to see me for like 30, 35 seconds because there's so much going on. <laughs> so I was like, you can stop by. I was like, it's going to be a hey, how you doing? Yeah, OK. It's going to be a quick little recap of the recap. And then, uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yo, you fucking treat it like, like I was fucking trying to give you intel from fucking Russia. And you're like, all right, just don't look in my direction. Just blatantly look this other fucking way. And like, like as if we're fucking meeting to swap information, you know what I'm saying? And they can't, people can't see the exchange. I'm like, no, and 
I did recently uh, had to tell some new person because the new person, uh, their dad came in uh, trying to shop and um, some mm-hmm. other shit happened or whatever and all that. But uh, yeah, we had to let her know that, yeah, friends and family are not supposed to stop at your location because if so, yeah, you can get some serious shit. It's just, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, Fed's watching. Fed's watching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so then, but other uh, than that, then I mean, what, what does the news just turn off? What the fuck have you been saying to yourself when shit just pops up? And I don't know, like I, don't, like I know sometimes, like when I read something, I hear something. Oh man, it's gonna make a great fucking top. So, what the fuck is your ears uh, been in this whole process as far as you know, keeping it to the streets, keeping it to the people? Oh no, yeah, so I'm still on Twitter all the time. It's funny, I'm Mister Antisocial, so I don't tweet as often anymore or whatever but yeah i, I gotta stay up on the news stay up what's going on in the world uh i did i will have to say unfortunately uh where we're at in the world today like i used to especially watch the news and follow like the the major like political news you know daily yo i i, I just i can't do it now a days with a uh, good old motherfucking uh just the the state of the union of how america is right now like so so i've been following more so on uh the sports and like hip-hop tip but uh well, I was, I was say, trump america is uh it, it's rough on a brother i I got mental health issues already like i can't keep up with all the fuck shit that's going on it's just it's too much it's you too know much. but speaking of the fuck shit though with trump you would imagine with all the motherfuckers jumping ship there'd be more jobs out there <laughs> <laughs> jobs in the fucking in the goddamn white house which is crazy i know i know it's more jobs in the white house than in the in, in the sectors out there it's it's more fucking crazy and yeah there's more firings that came up but we'll we'll touch on that a little okay, later okay, okay we'll start we'll, we'll start on some positive news because oh, yeah. uh the 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 other reason why i've been going is uh i think i lost my wallet in wakanda mm. um you know i was chilling out there with my people out there in uh wakanda man and you, you know it, it's real out here and I see Popo. Popo took a trip to motherfucking Wakanda too. <laughs> I represent all the colors of my brethren. Yo, but I do gotta ask. Uh, so, did you have you seen the movie? Have you seen the Black Panther movie that uh, the African Americans are deeply in love with and all about? Yes, and you know what too. Thankfully, due to CPT, aka Color People Time, I was actually able to go early enough one day to go mm. catch it. Ain't got nothing to do. So I went to the fucking movies and sure shit without the, there being a fucking crowd, uh, enjoying it with my motherfucking uh, vape pen. And uh, yeah, I did. I, I It's so funny because there was a lot of hype around it and still is because it's what, one of the most top 20 top grossing movies of all so, time. Yeah. So currently it just recently clips. It passed $1 billion in earnings for Disney's and, you know, Disney and Marvel's. And I'm fucking sure this had to have one of the fucking lowest uh, budgets since probably Blade. Well, no, it, the budget was actually 200 million. So they spent Ooh. a ton of money on this movie. That's why I was wondering too. Cause that first weekend um, it did like 250 million or something like that, that, mm-hmm. 250 to 500 million that opening weekend and um i was like oh like i was like how much did they spend on it though and i saw yeah it was like 200 million i was like oh snap because i knew watching the movie i can tell they spent a lot of money on that movie with the special effects and then i forgot i forgot where they recorded it they did it somewhere i want to say in like atlanta or something like that they they, they recorded a lot in georgia yeah in georgia 
but they made a lot of the Wakanda empire look super African. So that was motherfucking dope. And then also yeah. as an African-American, one thing I loved about it is how they had the different tribes, if you will, within Wakanda. And yes. they all took from, um, actual african tribes you had the people with the with the plate and the lip and it was dope seeing them show that society regular in you know suits and all that as opposed to how we normally show africans throughout history of uh, movies but let's not get it twisted though wakanda is a make-believe place because i think people really well, believe no, no. wakanda so Wakanda is a make-believe place, but all those tribes and the mm-hmm. uh, the lip plate thing and then the woman that had the red dye in her hair where it looks like the dreads looks like skin and all that, all of that is real like African stuff. Right. They just played off of the play off of Wakanda is fake, but it's all the African traditions and all the African powers or whatever do route through Wakanda. And so that was dope to as an African-American to see african tribes normalized and shown on a big fucking movie screen that now made a billion dollars now but now just because you know i had a i had to play good guy i had to play median officer in your in your law so now that you're back i get to be the instigating man that you know i truly have in my heart and i gotta fucking say just just throw us a little bit of shade because i, I just i had to do it i have to do it do you not feel, and this is not so much of a spoiler because I'm pretty sure, because I think they put his ass in the fucking uh, in the advertisements. The brother from Get Out. Do you feel like that was like a last oh. minute tie-in to 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 get uh, a quote unquote star studded uh, black cast? Do you feel like sense. they kind of just shoot him? The, the brother from Get Out. I don't know. Oh what yeah, his yeah. Name is. Um, he played one I of know. the tribe leaders. Yeah, I do know that he was the one that uh, turned on T'Challa and ended up working with Killmonger. I know who you're talking about. But I know that all those, so from what I've picked up, everything that... Was that like last minute detail, I feel like? Like, we we didn't know the big black face. No, I think he, because he's been in the game for a minute, because I first learned about him from uh, Black Mirror, and that Black Mirror episode was recorded like years ago. Was he in Black Mirror? Yeah, he was in Black Mirror. He's on the second episode of Black Mirror. So I think dating back to like 2010. So no, he's been in Hollywood for a long time. Oh, and the only sure. thing I know, um, what was it? The guy, Sterling K. Brown, the guy that's on This Is Us. And he was also uh, the Darton lawyer on the O.J. Simpson uh, TV show. Um, his character did get changed because that character was T'Challa's father or his uh, T'Challa's uncle. That was his uncle, but like they changed that story, which I got to say was dope because uh, spoiler alert. So the uncle, basically he left Wakanda. He went to America and then so- he ended up having a wife out there in America. He ended up having a child out there in America, which turned out to be Killmonger. And then um, he basically stayed out there. He was selling drugs and doing all kinds of shit. And then you had the story of Killmonger, who all T'Challa and all them, they're growing up in Africa. They could be part of the African pride and, uh, pride and all that. Then you had this guy, Killmonger, who was raised in America. It was like, I see how black people are living and what we're going through in America. And you motherfuckers have the nerve out there in Wakanda to keep all your wealth to yourself while the rest of your people throughout the world are struggling. Like it, it was layers to it. That's, I think, overall, that's the reason why I loved it so much. Much. but uh the sterling k brown character mm. i know they altered that because that's what wasn't what it was like in the comic book but everything else uh they pretty much stuck stuck to the script of how the comic book works but one thing i one thing i really liked uh almost as if it was a fucking uh caveat in the in the contract details like all right we'll let you get an all black cast 
we got to at least have 2% uh, white fucking <laughs> uh, droplets in there. One, of oh, course, you know, being... Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. I'll say one being the, the secret agent character that apparently ties him into the Marvel Universe, which I thought was the cheap, cost-efficient way of not throwing in uh, another major character uh, that's been in the original uh, you know, Marvel Universe, other than the very yeah. end, which I won't spoil for people, but White Wolf is all I'll say, if y'all want yeah, to Google yeah. that shit. Um, uh, whatchamacallit, but I laugh because the guy who plays the general, the one that... Uh, that well, again, not to spoil anything, but that Killmonger had to, you know, take care of in order to, you yes. know, get, make it to Wakanda. Uli- Ulysses, Ulysses, because he was definitely a major character. But one thing I want to trip out about, if y'all want to do your uh, your Internet Movie Database history notes, is that guy. I'm pretty fucking sure played the boss, and this is going to be a total uh, some white people shit. Hopefully, you've seen it. A movie called Thirteen Going on Thirty. I don't know if you ever seen that. It was a Jennifer Garner movie, real sweet fucking movie. I definitely have not. another part that kind of ties us into the marvel universe is the fact that mark ruffalo played the love interest in that movie and again as we know he's now the hulk but not to tie that shit because obviously it's not part of the universe but again the guy who played uh uh claw yeah. He actually played a very flamboyantly gay uh very like oh, i don't know like dainty and just you know just not not real strong you know yeah. kind of guy and this motherfucker got ripped to play this fucking character and i just kind of got to got to give him a little bit of praise because he's kind of he was pretty badass you know what i'm saying his, his yeah. time was limited on there but <laughs> yo what i love though was uh the joke i saw uh popping on uh black twitter especially when it initially got announced who was in the movie so the you had the two uh well you had the two white guys that basically they had been in what is it? J.R. Tolkien. They had been in whatever series J.R. Tolkien does. I think Lord oh, of Lord the Rings. Rings or some shit? Or yeah, Hobbit. and so so it was hilarious that you had Black Panther where you had 98% of the people were black and then you had the two white people who were also in the Lord of Rings which was created by J.R. Tolkien or whatnot and that made them the Tolkien, Tolkien white people of uh, the movie I, I thought that was brilliant that That's the, a good play the uni- universe has a way of, uh, of, of uh, you know uh, sense of humor if you will I but, mean, uh, not a lot from the Lord Yo, another thing that's dope with the universe is have you Yo, been seeing seeing wait wait wait, 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 I want to see the best thing because please believe I love the movie and I ain't gonna lie, I was I'm a kill manga fan, even though I wasn't a Michael Yo. J B. Jordan fan. Uh I love the soundtrack most of yes. all. Tell me that you fuck with the soundtrack. And I got mad excited, not only that it was a K dot assistant thing, um, but the, I got. I was mad, more excited to see what music placement there was going to be. So it was funny that the one fucking song that I hated the most on the soundtrack happened to be the one song he had in the movie when they had the car chase sequence. They played the song called "The Ops," which may or may not have been a good verse from Vince Staples and Kendrick Lamar, but I just couldn't stand the fucking chorus of it, just being as simple as it was. But it mm-hmm. was the up tempo track that you needed in a Matrix like kind of fucking uh, chase throughout the city. Yeah. But again, to the folks that uh, maybe want to stay clear from the movie, maybe they want to want to wait till the DVD comes out next month or two. Uh, definitely fuck the soundtrack because it is one of the best TDE compilations. And yeah. it made me a, a bigger fan of, of Khaled or Khalid. I forget what the kid's name oh, is. Khalid. Yeah. Khalid. And Ray, the dude from Ray Shermer, uh, Sway Lee. Like they Sway have, Lee. They, 
it's good fucking music. Sway Lee the God. But no, yeah, I do fuck with that uh soundtrack because I I don't think I've I still haven't heard it from front to back, but um I oh. do like King's Dead, I do like the schoolboy uh X, X record, and I do like uh Khalid send me your location. Uh, uh. but yeah, Yo, the kids talk re- really quickly. That song X, which uh, of course represents the Roman numeral ten, the way that Kendrick does the fucking chorus was like like what cracks me up is I almost want to say it's a parody on Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. Have you ever seen Varsity Blues? It was kind of like a coming of age Texas football high school. I do remember it. That's where the infamous scene of the bitch wearing the whipped cream on her titties and yeah. whatchamacallit, the whipped cream bikini. Anyways, there's a scene, again, by character, a very heavy set, obese uh, lineman named Billy Bob. Uh, they go to, not to spoil that movie because y'all should uh, check it out. It's not on Netflix, unfortunately, but it came out in 99, 2000, some shit like that. Anyways, there's a scene where they go to a strip club and they, they see someone that they know out there and this bitch was killing it. And this motherfucker was super hammered and he was just yelling, I give that bitch a 10 and and, he goes, and, and that, the, the cadence of the 10 is where i feel kinder got it from i want to say that's connects 10 I, I might be reaching but 10 that's hilarious i live on 10 i live right, on 10 yo that was my joint but um black panther was the last movie to come out before the big blockbuster this year which is supposed to be the avengers infinity war which i am uber mad motherfucking excited about uh they just dropped another recent trailer uh i haven't seen that yet but heard that uh it it sheds a little more light so yeah so it, it does it shows a few things or whatever but uh the one or the funny clip if you will that's going around is how uh star lord and iron man got to meet up and uh oh, star- yeah and star lord is like uh telling iron man so that's a good idea but it sucks so you should let me come up with the idea Ooh. and then that way it'll be good and uh <laughs> it was fucking hilarious man fucking hilarious heck yeah but uh, i just dropped my fucking black scenery holy shit <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy but uh no and uh I, I guess the movie uh they did the advance you know they do the advance ticket sales that's how they get your money early nowadays and well, apparently make sure they get it yeah make sure they get it and apparently i'm trying to see if they has the actual amount it only took six hours it only took six hours for the movie to sell out and infinity wars outstripping the first 20 or first day 24 hour ticket sales Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice, and Black Panther. It's beaten all those records already. So uh they getting paid, man. They about to make another billion dollars off this movie too. That's that's insane. Insane. Well, you can't fucking underestimate the power of Geekerdom, dude. <laughs> For real. But uh yeah, I'm excited about Avengers. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited to see uh what Thanos do because uh Thanos is uh giving out hands, and I know eventually one of these fools is gonna die on here. But uh, I guess I guess we'll see what happens. If they would kill a major character, that 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 fucking I think grabbed uh, my attention the most. To see if they'd actually no. do that or what they're going to do yeah. to keep shit from. No, that's supposed to be uh, what happens is because this is going to be a two part movie and they're estimating at least four or five of the main people are supposed to die because um, in real life, their contracts with the movie studios are ending after this movie. And so it looks like Iron Man may possibly die. You got Vision. Everyone uh, is betting 100 percent Vision about to catch that fade from Thanos. It's a wrap for him. And uh, we'll see if anybody else dies. 
Because I'm not too sure how major of a character he was in the uh, the comic book series, but the way that they kind of threw his ass into um, the movie itself, I was like, it didn't make too much sense. I think he came in, it might have been Civil War, but he was fucking playing babysitter for the one of the Olsen uh, twin sisters, whoever the fuck she plays. Yeah, for I think Scarlet Witch. I think he was watching the mutants, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so it was kind of like, uh, dull. I mean, I really didn't find it interesting how he kind of they throw in their love story. These two characters that no one's fucking familiar with in the center universe, making them. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't tell whether they introduce it properly or not. But to kill his ass probably wouldn't have too much of a fucking. Uh, uh, what you gonna call it? It, it? it ain't gonna really tug at too many heartstrings. Yeah. No, it's but um, they, they mentioned those characters because they got Star Lord and Vision in the motherfucking Beanie Baby format. I don't know how the fuck I ended up with it. I think it was a dollar. <laughs> That's funny. And I am one thing I because Vision. So, yeah, I do agree. They didn't really showcase Vision properly. But the one thing I actually hope they do, because one of those stones that Thanos needs is in Vision's forehead. And so I want to see if they take the piece out of the forehead. I want to see if they there was a comic book story where they had, and your house sound like, what is that clutter? What is that? Dude, I fucking, I had a room divider, <laughs> a room divider for my, uh, I guess my backdrop, and it totally fucking fell. Oh, okay. That <laughs> last time, yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, oh no, there was a vision story <clears throat> where he tries to go back to, or he tries to incorporate with human life. And so he gets a wife and he gets kids and it's a real dark comic book about how he's basically trying to integrate in society and act like he's human. But as his kids are in school, um, he's constantly reminded that he's not fucking human because people treat him and his family different because they're robots. And uh, it was a real dark comic book that I won't spoil the ending at all, but I hope that they actually do that. I hope Vision character stays around, but then they go that story arc with it since he didn't really don't nobody really give a fuck about Vision. Like <laughs> like you said, they didn't they didn't introduce him properly, but I think that would be a dope way to flip it afterwards. So we'll see. I mean, there's gonna have to be some kind of uh uh human contact story just to be able to make it hard for at least I hope so just so they don't fucking bum rush it out and just do with him completely and have him just get a fucking his head chopped off or some shit like that. But I think that also would be fucking trying with the times too, especially with all the shit that's been popping off in Mexico, even more so now that we literally have uh, safety updates from the country of Mexico saying, y'all probably shouldn't come down here. We can't guarantee your freedom <laughs> or life. That's real. Some real shit. So yeah. so yeah, so that's Marvel. I'm excited about it. Uh, moving over to hip hop. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't quite know if I fully care just yet, but I'll go ahead and throw this out and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. But, uh, your boy Drake apparently flew out to Wyoming cause that's where Kanye West is somewhere in a cave in Wyoming, uh, working on this <laughs> next album. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, let me, let me do, I kind of throw in some other bit of substance, which I think is hilarious. Uh, there's this game and I'm throw some video game shits in the mix real quickly called, uh, and I, I never really fuck with it, but it's a series called far cry. You ever played that before in the PS3? No, I heard of it though. Uh, it's been, I think 
major platforms, Steam, uh, which is PC, fucking Xbox, PlayStation. Anyways, there's a number five's coming out. And the big deal about it, because of the commentary that it's making, it's because usually they've gone pretty far out there. They've done World War II shit, I think. They've done some kind of like Lost in the Island kind of shit. They did a prehistoric one. And supposedly there's like a Dungeons and Dragons one. So they really, they, they're really out there with their settings. And finally, they're now coming to be the most realistic yet still outlandish at the same time, which got them in trouble for making, I guess, commentary on the state of the world. Uh, but to where they're in Wyoming, they're in the sticks, and not only are they fighting uh, whatever common bad guy, uh, but the main, I guess, bad guy in it are the super religious cults that are out there, kind of like a-, a la your fucking web- West Baptist church type of crazies. Yeah. And you're marking niggas in churches, which is kind of scary to hear about that. And, and the fact that we've had these sort of things in which Trump, of course, has tried to fucking put the blame on video games, which, I mean, it's the oldest fucking shit to do. I mean, Marilyn Manson ain't really popping anymore to fucking throw his ass in the ring. So this is another uh, easy whale. Uh, but the fact that that's part of the game where you're yet you to shoot through the domestic terrorism, like, I don't know. I know, my question in Wyoming. I'm sorry, in Wyoming. What's going on in Wyoming? My is question that what the is, is: Is Kanye going to be a downloadable character for for their uh, DL? Is that DLC package? Is that why Kanye is out there in Wyoming? Because he's trying to he's I'll trying to get on this far far cry five shit. Do that motion capture bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past it. There's actually a video game called Kanye. It's a PC game where apparently you're just you're Kanye and you're dropping mixtapes everywhere. I think it's kind of racist, but I should really look into it. It looks like a regular NES game. No, uh, the reason why I'm not excited about Kanye being in Wyoming because there is a vibe to the different places that you go. Like, I'm very, having an audio engineering background, always would read the credits, and so I always pay attention to where people record stuff. And- factory in Florida. Um, fucking, uh, what is the Abbey Road in Britain? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a ton of, yeah. Electric but, uh, Lady. But no, you had Kanye, who, one of my favorite albums of his, which was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, he recorded yeah. that out in Hawaii. And so he had everybody fly out to fly out to Hawaii, and there was an energy to it. I remember. Uh, was DMX, that also not in the same vein when he did the shit with Jay Z? Yeah, they were in Paris. They oh, were Paris out, or excuse me, they were in Europe. They were all out mm-hmm. in Europe when they were recording that, and that's the reason why I had that Euro tech sound with a little hip hop to it. That's the reason why I had that sound because that's where they're at. What is the sound in Wyoming? Like, I, I'm not looking forward to this album, man. I And I'm someone who I hate to admit it, but I might be over Kanye West. I might be over him. Yeah. What if you were to flip it and go back to college dropout? Could he ever go back? Would he See, ever go back? Probably not. And I don't, like, I don't need him necessarily to go back to the backpack stuff. I just, I, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was the last Kanye album that I really liked. Like, Yeezus, I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. And then Life of Pablo. Yeezus. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And the Life of Pablo, I, it wasn't bad, but it's just the only record I go back to from that is the 30 Hours. That's the only record. Like, there's not a lot oh, yeah, from that, that album that I go back and listen to. That was like the only sample track too that was like blatantly done, a la you know, uh, old Kanye. Uh, one thing I, I would probably think though, because uh, he he had sampled from a guy named Bonnie Ver, who's a Canadian dude from like the backwoods, and 
he had sampled him back in the uh, just after 808 and Heartbreak and or Heartbeats, whatever the fuck. Uh, but I'm wondering if it's going to have like an isolated, I mean, it's him and Drake, so maybe like a Brokeback Mountain kind of feel to it. <laughs> they might be making a duet love song. That, that might be, I don't know. I don't know. Yo, but, uh, dude, because um, we haven't discussed this. I know we're, we're in the realm of hip hop, but just because they kind of correlate together. And we had this conversation that day that I called you uh, about the Richard Pryor stuff. Um, and not, not, okay, not to throw any accusations, not to say that fucking uh, Drake is a cake boy and that, uh, you know, him and Connie are probably like two of the most devious bitches, diva ish uh, <laughs> motherfuckers out there. I'm wondering, could it be possible? Again, not to throw any speculation that they would be having some broke back mountain sort of uh, situations out there, but considering that they're not really two of the hardest, but two of the best in their field, could we have a Rich Pratt situation where maybe he might be diddling and uh, open to the openness? You know, to be 100% honest, there's, there's no telling in the industry in the world today. I mean, it might be some uh, Illuminati uh, sets rituals going on out there in Wyoming. Yeah. And if so, it's actually funny because I was just looking at the list. And apparently outside of Drake, also Travis Scott, The Dream, Nas, and Kid Cudi have all reportedly headed out to Wyoming to work with Kanye. So yeah. either he's working on a banger of an album or the Illuminati sets cold is real. But uh, either way, yeah, <laughs> Kanye is, yeah. I Let me know. tell you something. Uh, Travis Scott, who I had become a fan of, uh, he actually had his debut, I guess, into stardom, so to speak, through Kanye. He had a beat, I think, on Kid Cudi's Sin City from their compilation of the, was it Summer, what was that shit called? The compilation thing that had two chains on it, and then supposedly he was Cruel never. Cruel Summer? Some cruel summer, yeah, yeah. He actually has a beat. The beat that Cutters has his one only solo track on is a beat from fucking Travis Scott that kind of threw him into the stratosphere of shit. He then started producing and recording his own shit, which is why I respect him. Uh, but really, he started digging him when he had this uh, uh Kendrick song called Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, the fact that and then he's also on the uh, Black Panther album. He is definitely a force to be reckoned with. Yep. I got mad excited too hearing that Kit Cutters is a part of this project. Yep. He recently did a cameo from whatever fucking little part of uh, the Pablo album that he was on. Did you see that? Hip hop shows, unfortunately, oh, yeah, are yeah. shit live. Yeah. But it's still mad exciting to see them together, especially thinking, maybe considering, maybe worrying that there might have been a tiff since they haven't really seen them together, nor seen a Kanye backed uh, Kid Cutters album, which you figure, I mean, I mean, just like how Kanye is too big of an artist to be kept under Jay-Z, do you feel like Kid Cudi was too much of an artist himself to be kept under the uh, good label house? Or do you feel like that's just perfectly where you should be? No, I think that's part of it. Like, so Kanye um, influence is a lot bigger than a lot of people realize. Like, Kid Cudi is considered uh, one of this generation's gods. Like, if you look at hip hop as a family tree and every different sound branches off into something else, like how Jay-Z branched off of Big Daddy Kang and Nas branched off of uh, Rakim, you got a lot of these new guys branched off. What's up? Has that been said before? Because that makes perfect yeah. fucking sense. Yeah. Jay-Z Nas. was the big Daddy Kane and fucking yep. Nas and would Nas be the to rock him. him. 
And so a lot of these new kids, their branches directly go to Kid Cudi and to Travis Scott. Like Travis Scott and Kid Cudi is the the fathers of the generation of the sound nowadays. Isn't that crazy? Yo, one of these new niggas, I don't know if it was like a little pump or a Takashi some shits or little B Mac fucking Father Kingdom. Uh, one of these young cats, they had referenced that their God, again, this mind you, this is just because of the young generation, referenced uh, fucking Gucci Mane. Being I don't know was it Gucci no 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 fuck not Gucci man I mean I guess he's something in his his own right in his demographic uh but fucking Chief Keef yeah Chief, Chief Keef as a fucking revolutionary and I didn't know how to feel about that other than discussed so three different generations different yeah three other names that I'm not fond of that basically kind of are in the same stratosphere as yeah Chief Keef you have uh Soldier Boy and then you have Little B. A lot of the people from this generation, it's them too. Let me ask you something. Okay, now, okay, Little B, I don't understand how the base God works, but obviously God works in mysterious ways. You better not speak ill about him. He's going to throw a curse on you. I mean, well, I would about that. them curses. I, I don't, don't want that juju shit. That's why I don't fuck with Florida niggas. I just, I I don't do it. But... (laughs) I don't know. So, but but again, he just I think he found a niche the same way Little Wayne found niches in mixtapes. Like I feel like he he found his curve. And now the uh, fucking Chief Keef thing is like, uh, I mean, he he caught a wave just how if you caught the wave from Vine, the little yeah. social media app that you probably found yourself in some kind of success. For example, Brittany Furlan. I don't know this bitch was fucking with Tommy Lee. Uh, she's kind of a baddie little Italian woman, kind of annoying, but kind of like a knockout at the same time. Anyways, she's fucking Tommy Lee, if you can remember from the fucking uh, Motley Crue thing. Um, but who'd you say the other one was? Uh, Soldier Boy, Chief Soldier Boy, and Soldier yeah. Boy was one of the last. As much as I dislike him uh, and don't understand his uh, appeal. Uh, and besides him making a fucking what I thought was just a, a one-time single, but then again writing the little bit of niche shit like Little Bow Wow did when he had his ship up, and is and that would, he was no go ahead go ahead. I was just say he he was one of the last ringtone rappers because yeah. now I don't think we give a fuck about ringtones because everyone silences the shit because we're constant notification and bings. And I will say he was the last ringtone rapper, but I would also argue he was the first. Rapper, rapper that started with well no well no that was joe button i don't care what nobody says joe <laughs> button was the first internet rapper but okay. no, soja boy was the first rapper with a dance well not the first rapper with a dance of this new generation soldier boy is the one that created the whole come up with a dance too you're right that superman just that just before d4l and fucking the other for all that, that it was soldier okay. so even though again not a fan remember of soldier boy like a rock star Oh, I remember who was that? The G Four Boys. I don't fucking remember, but it was so blatantly like you take one fucking riff, and that got a lot of rock niggas real upset. He Yo. took a, a simple ass riff and fucking made it into that. Yeah, it was but flames hey. though. It was flames though. It just depends on how you freak it, man. You just gotta come yeah. with that swag, man. But uh, no, yeah. So that's the the leaders of this new generation of rap is yeah Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, Soldier Boy, Chief Keef, Little B. Those are the guys of the past like seven years that that's where all these new guys. Those are Generation the Z. Generation Z probably is what we'd call it. But let me ask Gen- you this then: Who, Generation Little. That's what I call it. 
If yes, and it's so funny that those shits came back. As much as little Bow Wow liked to fought so hard to go by Bow or go by Wow or ever fucking name change Diddy shit he was doing, uh, I I kind of laughed that now that's kind of a thing now again. Little yeah, just the, the little's back. So it's like, huh. it's the funny little, how we the little fuck fucks. <laughs> I don't know. You know how things obviously they repeat back in trend. Uh, so it sounds like we're about mid nineties now. I thought we were mid nineties when Drake was doing his Aaliyah thing, but I feel like mm. we're officially nineties with the non-matching super color pastel uh, shit that we're seeing nowadays. Yeah. At what point do you feel like, and I'm, I'm, I might be ruining it out there. I might be ruining it for myself because I, I, I felt like nigga, I should like sample some goddamn in sync and <laughs> that ever be ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Right? I'm Get it. About to get ahead of this wave right here. But um, <laughs> no, no, that's real. But no, and speaking of all the, like the little fuck fucks and all the whatever's going on today. Uh, have you, do you pay attention to, the man known as Takashi's Tits Nine. He is, if I'm not mistaken, a Mexican New Yorker that looks like a retarded Southerner and has colored hair. Like, yeah. well, most of the kids have colored hair. I would say that's spot on. Yeah, okay. I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, rec- I have no idea of any fucking music. I really feel like he got on because of um, who's the dude from fucking uh, Academics. Won't get yes. off his dick. Ag- Academics yes. is his PR campaign. Yo, <laughs> but is that not smart? And do you think he might be undercover? So I definitely, well, I definitely think that Takashi. Um, don't get, don't get all Joe Budden fucking uh, protected on my ass either, right? What? I don't know. Isn't there BBT academics and fucking Joe Budden? Oh yeah, but I know I, I fucking, I can't stand academics. I stopped following him a long time really? ago. Yeah, what's your beef with the academics? He's he's stupid. He's fucking stupid. So that whole time of him, uh, the whole everyday struggle shit. I was a fan of everyday struggle, of course, because I'm a fan of Joe Budden. But the thing that I noticed over time on that show was DJ Academics doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He doesn't understand the streets. He's not really a student of hip hop, but he's so fucking opinion. Really? He does. Yeah, he he showed his that watch it and Steph noticed the same thing because uh Skips would watch uh Everyday Struggle with me. She she wouldn't catch every single episode, but she'd catch at least one, two episodes a week. And uh same thing. She was like, Yeah, she academics doesn't know what he's talking about. Like it's very apparent that he gets information from people inside the game. He's friends with Takashi. He's friends with a lot of these rappers and he gets information from them, but he's not a student of hip hop. Like he don't know his shit. And they, Joe Budden being someone in the industry, they would argue all the time where uh, academics would be like, well, this is what I think. And then Joe and under other industry people that would come on the show would explain, well, no, this is how it is. And we know, cause we're in the industry. Like you keep speculating and gossiping and we're actually talking about what's actually going on in the industry. So I just, over that whole year, year watching that show i was like yo act don't know what the fuck he's talking about like he's not as informative as i thought like he's he's good with the gossip and he's good with uh you know the commentary if you will on what's going on in hip-hop but yeah he's not a student in the game he doesn't know his shit and he doesn't understand music business so well the part that really upset me the most and i forget who he was interviewing because this is how he gets his clickbait fucking he gets a young rapper to fucking say some ignorant shit was it takashi who couldn't even reference biggie and tupac or am i thinking uh no, the fuck i think up that of- was little yachty that was yachty, that oh, did was that. yachty. Okay. yeah so i guess to go back to takashi so the whole thing with takashi right now is takashi is yeah um 
he's a blood out of New York Mexican kid that uh, puts out um, energetic gangster records or whatever. He blew up off the song Gummo with the blicky. Uh, niggas getting sticky. Uh, uh, but, uh, <laughs> That's some New York shit. Yeah, everybody's on Amigo shit. But, um, but no, so he... I actually, I, I I don't mind his music. I listen to everything, and that's the beauty of Google Play is I get to listen to everything for free. So I, I am a fan of a couple of his records, but Takashi is more so on his game banging shit, and Takashi had, what was it? This was during All-Star, so this was in February. Takashi got into some shit with some L.A. niggas. They told him, don't come to L.A. Takashi went to L.A., to which when he was getting ready to leave L.A., um, some dudes ran up on him at the airport. There was a whole thing on TMZ. But recently, uh, the boy, the game called out Takashi at a concert and was like, yo, we ain't with all that fake flag and shit. Takashi, a bitch, you need to stop banging because you ain't really in these streets. And so it looks like Takashi and motherfucking game might be beefing. We might have another East Coast, West Coast shit. And it's with blood gang members from different sides of the coast. It's, now, it's would crazy. you not say this is the ultimate game ism? Because he get, gets out of whether well, if he gets off on it, but he definitely geared his way just a la 50 cent into beefing to stay relevant or to get up in the game. Do you not feel like that's too much of a ploy for these older heads to, I mean, mind you, cause game has to be almost 40 now. I want to say, yes. So, to so at what point does, is, should he fucking hang that gangster shit hat or because that was his niche to begin with, that he has to stick to it. Could, yeah, and I think, so I think he's really like street affiliated. I think game is really a blood. And so once you're on that gang tip, you on that gang tip, like even somebody like Snoop, who's falling back, Snoop is still a crip and Snoop is never afraid to tell niggas that he's a crip, but he knows how to market himself. But the game, yeah, he's a student of 50 cent. He came in under 50 cent. So he knows how to beef and we'll see if this turns out to be a real beef or not. But uh, I get what game is saying. If game is a uh, pyro out in, California, he feels that like he's really banging. And the problem with Takashi, which is weird, is everyone's thinking that Takashi may be some type of industry plant, somebody that the machine is putting money behind. And then it's also weird because he hangs out with bloods, but then he also has like Crips in his video too. And he always has red bandanas on and he's always, you know, throwing up his signs. But then he also says he's not gang affiliated. Like, it looks like Takashi may be a phony. That's what people are wondering gotcha. if he's phony. He's an industry plant that hired a bunch of goons to be around him to keep him protected. But he might that be a plant. Because what was the most ridiculous shit when he was out with Minnesota? Like, the hot streets of Minnesota. And they try to fucking press on his ass there, too, as if that was like a hot bed. Imagine, every place has its ghettos, I'm sure. But any motherfucker that's been out of town here and I showed them South Side, they're like, oh, that's not so bad only because motherfuckers are being stabbed in the middle of the fucking yeah. streets. Yeah, niggas from Chicago and New York and, you know, fucking Decatur, they'd laugh at us when we say, oh, South Phoenix is our hood. But yeah, there's a hoods everywhere you go. But yeah, and so Takashi, I don't know. We'll see. But so yeah, the game and him got into it. And I guess Whack 100 went on Instagram. Is uh, he still games manager? He's still around? Yeah, yeah, he's still managing the game. And he posted... He posted just like a bullseye to target and uh, all the shit that I love is everyone's making fun of. Have you seen this picture of motherfucking Takashi? I'm going to share this real quick. Uh, have you seen this picture from Instagram? <laughs> Takashi? Oh, how old is he there? 
So he got to be like 15, 16 right here. And considering that Takashi is only like 19, 20. So this has to be like four or five years ago. Takashi looked like a motherfucking schoolboy chilling with either. I don't know if that's his mama? girlfriend or his mama or his Nana. I don't know. But, uh, the game posted dissing him saying, uh, this, the bum y'all let call himself the King of New York, Frank white, the only King of New York. This, uh, this really the nigga running around talking about, he been a blood his whole life. This really the clown, uh, niggas running around throwing up blood with, uh, this dude, a weirdo F out of here. Well, you know so, what? Uh, not, not to defend yeah. Takashi Cause I can give two fucks about him. I really don't give no shits to these fucking Mexican descent. This motherfucker is obviously wearing some kind of, dressed down from wearing a suit nigga might have come out of a quinceanera like can we really press on him over that picture that's all i gotta say can we really press on him over no, you gotta, so so you gotta diss him though because that's the whole thing with uh they he came at the game and he came at game about the whole shit with game being with uh what is it um when he was on change of heart remember when game was on change of heart oh yeah yeah and so of course so he game just game really about that trying to get his la thing one way or another whether it would have been in fucking reality tv or him trying to be this fucking rapper and i will fucking say because he was under what jt the bigger figure nigga I forget what his name was that uh, published uh two of his records beforehand uh, I, let's not forget that game was signed before 50 cent but 50 cent is who blew or at least who was yeah. ready to be because he was already you know he already had an album damn near done you know but barely had like what four great tracks on that shit so i think so know, he did he is the king of writing on tail feathers uh, you know not to throw any shade no that's, that's your boy Takashi right there with the blicky uh niggas getting sticky uh in the hood with them hooving niggas and we hooping niggas but uh I will say and it's funny because I am a student of hip-hop so I, I love everything and it is funny because uh Takashi is trash but it's a good trash man it's good trash it goes man I'll be I'll be I'll be rocking it man I'll be rocking it but we'll see but I do think um I do think Takashi's possibly a plant and if Takashi's a plant the thing I'm concerned about is that might mean that academics might be a plant too because it's interesting how the only time you ever hear about Takashi or Takashi wouldn't be where he's at now if it wasn't for the game or excuse me for uh academics, academics. and then but I don't know. Let's not get it twisted, though. He did do his grind somehow, some way off of fucking gifts, made these videos, yeah. gathered his fan base. If he's not a plant, then he was definitely bought out without yeah. any fucking doubt. Well, that's what I'll say about academics. I don't think academics necessarily fully was a plant. I think that he's somebody who hustled, got into the game, and then sold out. And now that he sold out, Takashi might be his internet rollout. Whoever's putting money behind Act might be putting money behind Takashi. This is all purely speculation. But um, yeah, I, it's just it's it's just it's something weird about that. Like there's some way that Takashi and academics are affiliated. Maybe they went to the same school together at some point. I don't know what, but they're somehow affiliated because Takashi wouldn't be where he's at now if it wasn't for academics. And I'm starting to question academics credibility over the past like 18 months. So quick question over the state of hip hop, because considering all the evolutions that, that it makes and all the tears and waves that it, that it goes through and loops back around we really can't compare the game and not the rapper itself, but the game of hip hop itself. Yeah. In comparison to, let's say the back in the day of the early days from fucking your bit, you know, your, uh, EPMD to your fucking, you know, uh, big daddy Kane, all that good stuff before it. Right. Cause you know, early nineties to late eighties. So again, 
because I get upset whenever Tupac isn't given his, you know, his fair share. But it's are crazy. we beyond that point to where does it not matter to have that common understanding of the mid nineties uh, uh, heyday? Do you yeah. feel like that's necessary? No, yeah, because we can't have again shit from the eighties in comparison to the Pac days. Yeah, and I, I think. I think Noriega put it best. Uh, Noriega and uh, DJ um, EFN were talking about on Drink Champs. I think they put it best. They were like, when we came up, we may not have listened to Grandmaster Cass and we may not have listened to like Biz Marquee and guys like that, but we wouldn't diss them. We wouldn't sit up and be like, well, F them. We'd be like, yo, this is who I was rocking with back then. And then you just kind of paid respect to those who came before you. I think that's more so the problem nowadays is uh, I don't care if these cats ain't listening to Pac and Big because Pac and Big died before a lot of these new guys were actually born. Mm -hmm. But it's the disrespect of you don't like that was greatness. Like y'all niggas ain't doing nothing great right now, in my opinion. But you can't hate on the greatness that came before you. Like you got to recognize what opened that door and what paved that way you got somebody like a um a will smith like will smith wasn't like when will smith was a rapper he wasn't like a rapper's rapper he wasn't eating mcs live and all that but people respected him and he had that was his lane and so fucking rock him didn't come up was like oh no i ain't on that bullshit will smith <laughs> like you just you let them do them you do you and the only time you interacted with someone else is if you actually had beef but it's just you weird this new generation ain't got rules that's the problem there's no rules. yes and i think that's what it is just about the new generation and in, in, uh, in its entirety its entire problem is that it has no rules it gives no fuck and like human nature in itself it's selfish shit um but it's funny because when you mentioned will smith and he never besides maybe a brief eminem fucking diss that didn't really last or take the same way with the you know uh nick canning of sorts bullshit didn't, didn't really stick is that no one really gave shit to you know will smith for being you know what we would call a bubblegum rapper you know what i'm saying yep. he he made singles for movies and that's what was sellable at the time that would sell records the one fucking single will sell the whole fucking soundtrack and it may or may not have been relevant to the fucking soundtrack itself other yeah. than fucking wild wild west wicked wild wicked wild yeah. <laughs> you know shit like that and <clears throat> yeah no, and even oh, going back to back during that time when you had Kid and Play, also you could throw them in the same all boat. The house party movies, yeah, yeah, you can throw them in the same boat. But now, uh, what makes me laugh though, because Will Smith, man, you know he still stays on his tip. I don't know if you dug the movie Bright or not, because I know I got a lot yes, of hate. I liked but, it. Yo, it was the biggest, coolest blend of sci-fi. No, not sci. Yeah, sci-fi meets literal, uh, good old, uh, corny uh, fantasy. Like your knights, yeah. or not knights, but you know what I'm saying? The ogres and shit like that, like World of Warcraft kind of crap. Um, but I recently saw him. I don't know what movie he's on. Uh, he was working with, but there's a video of him making some kind of video, uh, bumping some kind of a, uh, I forget the name of the track. It's uh, featuring Jay Balvin and some fucker I don't like named Nicky Jam. It's one oh, of those regga new reggaeton type uh, Spanish trap songs. And I laugh because he's speaking Spanish the whole fucking time he's recording this video. Mm, yes, I, I don't know, know what to come out. I don't know if he was reading shit off a prompter or not, but he's just dancing to this fucking song. And I was like, I mean, you would imagine for being a well-seasoned person, you probably picked up on a language or two. I would hope so. Everyone should speak maybe at least more than one language yeah. because niggas out East speak at least four, you know? And I will, and I will say, uh, cause with Will Smith, I'm, 
I Will Smith is one of my role models, if you will, one of the people that I look up. And I absolutely love that Will Smith has an Instagram now. And Will Smith also has a YouTube channel where he's vlogging and he vlogs almost daily now. Really? And yes, it has been some beautiful gems of stuff out there. Yeah, because he sung that song. Because, yeah, because he said something in Spanish on some other video and people got upset and was like, oh, you messed up the lane. You don't know how to speak Spanish. And then that's why he sung that song. Like, no, I, I know Spanish. I was just playing in another video. But, uh, He's been dropping daily wisdom, man. Will Smith been on that motivational tip. Like, I motherfucking Will Smith. Well, you know what, man? Seeing that The Rock jumped on it, I would have hoped that Will Smith would have came on it. We might even see a little slow reveal. I'm hoping so. Maybe he's hopefully building it up to where he can finally come out about his old marriage shit. And I don't know if he would ever. They never talk about that. They they super secretive. They're never going to talk about any of that. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it could be a possible buildup for one day when once there's a, a change in the game, and yeah. then I mean, I mean, we see how his kids are coming out. So you know, they get you know they're on that fucking hippy dippy shit. So yo and Jaden Smith, I gotta say, Jaden Smith had one of my favorite albums of 2017, man. Jaden Smith's album. Up. Yep, Jaden Smith's he album. Has an album. Yo, bro, <laughs> bro. Jaden Smith. Right, fucking look that shit up. Just Jaden Smith has an album called sire jaden smith has a record called icon which is not only my favorite song single of 2017 it actually my boys it's their favorite song too what will so is, is it jaden, family appropriate then well so the he's rapping he only cusses twice it's two cuss words in the entire song okay and uh they're not polite What's part of dropping? the hook or anything What's up? Shit. Fuck. What's he dropping on? He says he says shit at one point and he says nigga at another point or whatever. But it's it's like in the verse. It's hidden in the verse. It's not something that's like part of the hook. Okay. But uh oh, and then actually, let me see if it'll let me because one of the things too I think that was the one of the biggest sales of Will Smith is that you didn't have to worry about having to fucking put a public advisory. You didn't have to worry about him getting too controversial because again, it was fun. And maybe that's kind of part of the thing that we don't see nowadays or that old heads uh, will detour themselves from being able to appreciate what the new shit is because it's fun. Yeah. is all that it is, you know, whether or not that has any deeper undertones or, you know, conscientious shit that come to you later on. I mean, that's up to someone else to interpret, you know, someone's art. Uh, but that's what the guy I, I can understand. I got to tell myself, actually, it's like, this shit's fun. Yeah. Holy shit. That looks just like Will fucking Smith. Yeah, so yeah, Jaden is killing. I'm just an icon living. What it man, it's cold. He spit. What the fuck is that hair? That's his hair, yo. That's what that's what he's doing. And he got a go grill and dance like Michael. We don't know no one like yo. It's flames. It's flames. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna going back to the whole new generation and then paying respect to the generation before them. Uh, yo, Migos pay or actually I can't even say Migos because it's uh, Offset is in a group with Metro Boomin. He had a record with 21 Savage called Ric Flair Drip. And uh, they <laughs> they showed mad love to the boy Ric Flair, man. It, it, it was it was a thing of beauty. It was a thing of beauty. And the thing that's dope, too, I'm going to uh, share uh, screenshots up in the background. Uh, the dope thing that was about it, too, was the simple fact that Ric Flair went from earlier in the year 2017, almost dying, to being in a motherfucking hip-hop rap video. Like, there's nothing greater than motherfucking Ric Flair. Look at this, man. Look at the beauty of this, man. Ric Flair was out there styling, profiling, 
out here chilling with fucking Offset and 21 Savage. You see, uh, I'm upset that you fucking Offset got to throw on the Ric Flair. Oh, wait, let me go back. Got to throw on the Ric Flair uh, vest and all that. Yo, it was hot. It was hot. It was hot. <laughs> Yo, well, now, and as I was trying to tell you a little bit earlier, I, I couldn't tell if uh, maybe this, I mean, obviously we always have bills to pay, but I'm kind of wondering like what Ric Flair is on right now that he's, uh, you know, on this kind of, you would call it, I would call it a publicity tour, you know what I'm saying? Kind of getting off unless, again, because trends, I'm, I'm not sure if it's a trend that he's coming back on because we've always made references to um, to his fucking, you know, to, to Ric Flair and this fucking being a nature boy and just yeah. someone flamboyant. Can you see my screen? Is it showing the Ric Flair pics? Oh, yeah, showing it now. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So this cat right here, again, he's like uh, he's a Puerto Rican uh, trap Spanish star. Uh, uh-huh. It's called Chambea. And again, not one of his best fucking songs. But you but you see Ric Flair out here, though, doing this thing, you know, say doing the, you know, say, I don't know, throwing up the number one signs, just kind of being hip hop, uh, doing his little nature boy, a uh, little dance. And it just cracks me up because I'm just wondering to myself, like, well, I wonder what they paid him with. Was it money? Was it also some coke? Did they throw some Puerto Rican bitches at him? Like, Yo, all I got to say is I know Ric Flair smashed some of them chicks, chickens on uh, the the Migos video. I know Ric Flair smashed a few of those because he, he took them on a ride on Space Mountain because I know how Ric Flair get down. So I know Ric Flair didn't leave a video shoot without some pussy. I I, I know how Ric get down, man. Yeah. Yo, Rick Rick said that he was on his Will Ta- Chamberlain shit. Remember, I think it was like oh, a year or two ago. He well, remember he said that he had sets with like ten thousand women, and one of them was Holly Berry. He said he had sets with Holly Berry, Yo. and her reps came out. I was like, no, no, I was, man, Ric Flair hit that. I know he hit. That. <laughs> I, I mean, if fucking like Billy Bob Thornton hit that shit, then I mean, come oh on, now. God, Why? come on, man, come on, man. Yo, man, I can't say, if we're going to honor some Coxman, I really do got to give it up to fucking Billy Bob Thorne because not only was he fucking piping uh, Angelina Jolie for a good little minute, uh, when they did Monster Ball or Monster, I forget the name, I think it was called Monster Ball. Yeah, I think it was Monster Ball. Uh, with fucking Halle Berry, that was a legit fuck scene. And yeah. he was in there like, just, you know, real happy, real happy to be here. I don't know if you've ever been given some pussy, but like, I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> I would put forth effort. That's real. That's all I got for hip hop. You got anything else for hip hop before we move on? Uh, what was the deal with the Rick Ross chicks? I talked about it fucking mm. last thing, but I wasn't too that. sure about his hospitalization. Was he on some lean shit? Was it a health scare? Because I thought dude was getting healthier. I don't know. Yeah. So Rick. So Rick Ross was, I think, at home. I forgot where he was at, but anyway, they found Rick Ross uh, basically unconscious. And he had to get admitted into the hospital and he's okay now. Um, he's yeah. Rick, or he's good now. He's back to being on IG posting pictures with the, with the, his wrist all blingy. Uh, but what's crazy. And I'll share this uh, picture for the people watching and for uh Popo, uh, he came back and uh, Rick Ross is skinny Ross. Now you see this flick. Look at that. He's still a big bone guy. But remember what Rick Ross used to look like? Rick Ross used to be on his notorious big tip. Uh, Damn near. Damn near. Let me see. I'm going to bring up an old picture of him. Yeah, remember this Rick Ross when he first came out? Hold up. This is shit loading. Give me some fucking Port of Miami shit. Yeah, Yeah, I think this is Port of Miami. Look at like Kumo D. (laughs) (laughs) Can you you, uh, zoom in on that one picture? Which one? This one? 
Yeah, that one right there. He looks motherfucker looks like cool Modi for y'all. Oh, this is going to a YouTube heads. video. Oh, you gotta hard. fucking appreciate that. But uh, yeah, he lost the gang of weight. Now, what's funny is the speculation is because you know he disappeared. He went to uh, well, no, no. <laughs> what people and shit actually, it might be. I even think about that. But no, people are thinking that he had a gastro, the My gastro favorite. stomach pop yeah that there was nothing wrong with him but to explain him being in the hospital for that time he actually went to go get liposuction and then now he coming back skinnier so yeah he just he you know just like when you get the ig models they go down to miami to get the butt shots uh it looked like yeah it looks like uh ross man went to dr miami to get a little tummy tuck that might have been what he was actually doing i don't know Yo, could we hate on that? Because, mind you, hard work and dedication, that's one thing. But sometimes it's just, it feels like it can't happen. Because, uh, I don't know, I think we some people might like Will as myself. Because, you, you, I mean, you remember my me come, coming down a little bit. That's kind of when, yeah. I was, when I would go and visit. You know what I'm saying? That was a healthy, that was probably one of the health, healthiest versions of me. I wish she was in front of had a little bit of depression. Um but you know it's that it's a fucking difficult. So I mean, can we hate on him doing something like that? I don't. I don't think that's as bad as getting a fake ass. Or no, do you think that's along the same lines? No, I ain't mad at him. Shoot, feel healthy. Shoot, remember, Big Pun had that his last record that or his first record that came out after he passed away. He talked about how I lost a hundred pounds. I'm trying to live. Like Rick Ross trying to live. So I ain't mad at him. Yeah. Lose your weight, dog. You good. As long as he's not fucking going to Thailand and get his fucking penis penis whitened, then you know what I'm saying. Then I'm not too upset with it. Then we good, we good. Now, uh, somebody who ain't good though, and who will I guess forever always be in the news. We ain't ever gonna get rid of this nigga. Uh, OJ Simpson is back trending, Popo. <laughs> Yo, I was actually happy for his release, and I was just wondering myself, how when are we gonna see this motherfucker again? Will we finally find out that he's Khloe Kardashian's father? Apparently, he nicks that shit in the bud on TMZ. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That, that, yeah, yeah. We that, know that fucking Kris Jenner likes, you know what I'm saying? Her, her dick a bit burnt. Well, we know, and we know that the Kardashians all like them some black dick, and mm-hmm. she's the only one who hasn't been directly tied with black dick that I can think of uh, in Ooh. the main train. Uh, the mom. Of course she has. She's had black boyfriends. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Recently, she uh, has. Yeah. But like back in the day, she didn't have black boyfriends. So I'm just saying that I I'm pretty sure OJ was one of her booze back in the day. But this was before social media when you know people would snap the flick. So we. Right. But yeah, definitely Chloe is definitely OJ Simpson's daughter. Definitely. But, yo, is it not weird? Is it not weird that all of them I think have black baby daddies, other than Chris? But again, she's too old to have any babies, uh, unless supposedly. Now, I don't want to believe all the fucking Kylie bullshit, being the fucking surrogates and shit, uh, fan theories. Uh, but I think even fucking uh, what's Bruce's Caitlyn? Did he, uh, did he not have a, a black boyfriend? <laughs> no, I remember I speculated on that. I was I'm waiting for uh Caitlyn to pop up with the first openly gay rapper. I'm waiting for that transition. Ooh. I was waiting for Young Thug and Caitlyn Jenner to link up. I think that would be perfect because Thug is on that tip. I think I think that would be perfect, man. Yo, I'm pretty damn sure Thug loves the tip. But let me say though, didn't he recently <laughs> change his name to Sex? Like, is it? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I heard. I heard How that bullshit. That work? Because Diddy supposedly was Brother Love, and motherfuckers still reference him as Sean P. Diddy Combs. 
yeah, I don't, I don't believe that shit. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, if Young Thug does actually change his name, but yeah, I saw that bullshit. I don't, I don't believe none of it. I was like, this but, like uh, yeah, but no. Going back to uh, OJ, he did a video, or there was an interview with Fox that he did. Uh, I think it was only a couple years after the whole Nicole Brown getting killed, and uh, OJ basically confessed to doing it in the video. Did you hear about this? I've heard about there being a confession shit from Fox, but I'm wondering why the fuck is it coming out now and not before? When when Fox, who has been very right wing, I want to say since they hate niggas, yeah, why didn't they drop the the Blues Clues earlier? For the longest, I mean, why are they protecting this nigga? Like, I'm wondering, is is this their aces in the hole? Was, was so, is this meant to to do something epic? I don't know. So even before my visit to Wakanda, I knew that OJ Simpson had got away with murder. I, I, I think I was very aware of that. But yeah, coming back from Wakanda, it. yeah, we got more evidence. And they, they gave uh, the secrets. No, so I guess uh, Fots uh, premiered a previously a previously unaired scandalous special by OJ Simpson called "The Lost Confession," connected to the original release of Simpson's 2006 book "If I Did It." The two-hour special featured an interview from the former athlete in which he explained how he hypothetically would have committed the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. Um, I guess he had said. Ah, shit, they ain't got what he actually said. But yeah, basically, he went on hypotheticals about some dude, Charlie, how this guy, Charlie, had told me that uh, Nicole was cheating on me. And even though I have stalking charges against me, I decided to go to my ex-wife's house to knock on her window to see. So he, in fact, was there. He, Yeah, he, well, so, but he explained it hypothetically. But then as he was speaking hypothetically, he was explaining in third person, but he he kept going like in first person about what he, OJ did that shit, man. And I wish they would have aired this video a lot sooner. But, and the other thing that's just funny, this is how our law system works. So something happens and you first, in a situation like this, when someone gets murdered, you first go through the criminal case of, are we going to put this person in jail for doing this? Then after that, you do the civil case of how can we compensate this family that has lost somebody? And OJ, uh, similar to all the fucking white cops nowadays, it's killing niggas out in the streets. They're not getting jail time, but they lose that civil case where they have to pay money for that death. So it's as if it's like, we know you had something to do with the death. Just pay it off. We'll let you stay out of jail, but See, just, how just the pay. Fuck yeah. Does that work? How can you be fucked with the civil case again? Maybe to pay a bill, and we got to figure at least get something out of it. But how could that? Could how could the winning of that not have any effect on uh, maybe because it, the other shit, the shit that would have given jail time, was yeah. already finalized and closed yeah beforehand. it's the double jeopardy you can't do so because they'll do the criminal case and then they're like hey you're not going to jail and then it's followed up with a civil case and then there they'll get money through the civil case but then you can't revisit the criminal case and be like okay well you're gonna we're still gonna put you in jail you can't try them for the same crime twice so it's like oh okay right. well but no that's always the funny thing like okay if they win the civil case then that means that person did have something to do with the murder of that person and you're compensating them you know, so it's just it's weird. It's weird how our political system works. But OJ spent all that money to basically not go to jail, paid a little bit more money to the family, and then he got a little bit of freedom. But yeah, OJ did that shit. And uh for anybody who ain't watched the video, um, I th- it's probably still on YouTube. Go out there, watch that shit. And all oh, the funny part about it is uh, what was apparently stated by the woman who interviewed him was that a day or two later, uh he told her that he had a gift for her or he had a surprise for her. Is and it? then 
<laughs> well, no. So he went to her office and knocked on the door. And when she opened the door, he had a knife in his hand and did stabbing motions. He was he was cracking a joke. But when you got away with murder, you shouldn't crack a joke with like holding a murder weapon in your hand and like trying to act like you're going to stab the person who just interviewed you where you <laughs> hypothetically explain how you killed somebody like OJ off the chain, man. That's kind of a good fucking Jedi mind trick to be like, look, I didn't do it, bitch, and I won't do it again if I don't have it's to. The, it's that whole, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, OJ off the chain. I can't, yeah, I can't call it. But uh, now, we'll see how it goes. I'm just wondering, isn't there another fucking movie or show that he's working on right now? Or something of that nature? I know of. Because I'm wondering, I, I mean, his memorabilia, I don't know what the fuck the value that shit is or if it's even fucking popping on eBay. But how could he survive unless maybe he just made some right investment choices? Because his family, and God bless it, his daughter's been by his side. Every time I've fucking seen some kind of online shits, his daughter's kind of been there like his PR uh, handler. You know what I'm saying? Tell him, oh, no, we got to go. Like, that's enough. And this yeah. is that. So I'm wondering, though, like, because they seem well off. So... I don't know if he'd join the bandwagon or there'd be like a fucking, you know, reality show coming, especially seeing, you know, the route that his former, uh, you know, close to family, you know, kind of has been doing. And I would have, so I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past OJ that he would do a reality TV show. I don't, I think, I think OJ is hated enough that no one would actually watch it. Like I think it would end up getting canceled after time, but I, I wouldn't put it past OJ doing a reality TV show. That's of course that's right up OJ's, uh, lane and it's actually funny because OJ recently did an interview where he had to throw shots at Colin Kaepernick and he thought it was disgraceful that Colin Kaepernick kneels during the national anthem to which people oh, were like well, <laughs> well people were like well he's always been part of the machine OJ ain't what? ever yeah Hell, OJ got blew up killing a white woman how would he not be part of the machine <laughs> OJ blew up and he was like yeah I'm not black I'm OJ um, but it's just Oh, I forgot what were we talking about before that. Uh, I just when you go with the reality thing, he made some references about Colin Kaepernick fucking being disgraceful. Oh yeah, Colin Kaepernick. So no, yeah, he said it was disgraceful that Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for the national anthem, which is just hilarious. Because is it disgraceful that you like got away with murder? Like, let's talk about your murders hey, first before we talk this about, is about anything being else. American. This is about being American. I'm not. We're not. We're not. We're not talking about what what would he, what would he do had had uh, Colin Kaepernick had a stab bitch. We're talking about we, him dealing. We with flat, we, ain't, right? we ain't talking about we ain't talking about me and the shit that I do. We talking about how can I judge you? Because I'm an American Christian. Let me judge you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yo, Fox, okay, we got an agenda going on. Yo, and speaking of uh, fucking Christians and 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 sinning and just the good old American way, uh, you see your girl Stormy Daniels is about to get an interview on sixty Minutes. Why the fuck did you connect that with goddamn Christianity? Because Trump <laughs> says that he's a Christian. Trump is very open that he's a Christian man that goes to church every Sunday, even though no one's ever seen him in a church. He, yeah, he's a good old Christian man that you know gets a little porn star poon on the side, hey, but he, hey, hey, he's Christian. Let's who was who was the other good? Who was the other good Christian man who tried running against uh, Trump? He uh, got oh, fuck. He had a lesbian, not a lesbian, but he had a porn star on one of his ad campaigns. Ted Cruz. It down. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Hey. Christianity has been notorious for fucking porn affiliations. Okay, can we just get over with that? <laughs> Affliction, yeah. forgiveness. He's dying. Well, yo, wild. so what was up with the Stormy Daniels thing? Because uh, she had signed his waiver uh, back, and they've been trying since 2011 yeah. to shut her up. So I don't know how far in advance they've been trying to nip it in the bud. 
Uh, yeah. But it didn't become apparent until just before him being elected. One of the things that I fucking love the most, though, is that regardless, and I don't know, and maybe this is to, to their credit, uh, the way that it was handled is like he would only get more quote unquote fist bumps or props for fucking bagging uh, a porn star who herself said she never got paid for. She fucked him for yeah. sheer, you know, she fucked know, him. She signed that agreement about. and never got money and he didn't sign the agreement. So that's why she says it's legal for her to talk about how she let Donald Trump's Cheeto dick smash. But she got, but she got fucking her money though, right? And I think another caveat too is that she used a fucking alias. So mind you, of course, the porn name—that's a fucking alias. But she went under like Peggy Peterson or mm. fucking Charles Queso. Oh, I didn't no? see that. Yeah, no. So, so I was wondering if that was her legal jumping off point that you know she used another alias. Which again, I don't know what her birth name is, but things like Stephanie, some shit. So I don't fucking mm. think that uh, you know that had anything to do with it. But again. If you're going off of aliases, unless you're on record to to go by that particular alias, I wonder how binding that makes these contracts. These contracts, yeah. And then it says that apparently on March 25th, uh, CBS. What? Yeah, I don't know what her name is. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Continue. But no, that's. <laughs> no, she. Uh, yeah, her thing is coming out March 25th, where she's going to be on 60 Minutes. And uh, yeah, the, she's the chick that, yeah, like we were saying, had an affair with Donald Trump. And so apparently, I don't know why she's going on there. Is it Anderson Cooper? I'm trying to see who's going to interview her person. That would that would make fucking sense. That'd be a good oh, love piece. There you go. Stephanie Clifford. That's her real name. Okay. See, I knew it was Stephanie. Stephanie Clifford. Okay. Yeah, I just knew her as Stormy Daniels. I thought that was her real name this whole time. And if y'all don't want to fucking go to Pornhub to try to find old ass yeah. videos of this bitch, if you guys watch 40 Year Old Virgin, she's the porn star in that movie that uh, Steve Carell tries to have like a sex fantasy about. Really? Yeah. I got to go back and watch that. Yeah, that is shows hilarious. Yeah. That is hilarious. But uh, yeah, for whatever reason, she's doing an interview on 60 Minutes. I don't know why we, as humans entertain these things i think it's uber silly but uh honestly yeah. i feel like this is helping his case though does it or does it not him be helping who's trump in this, what sense in the sense to where i mean really do we give a fuck that he cheated on his wife do we really give a fuck about this mail order fucking see, bride melania see and that's the part though that again is the double standard in the idiocracy of america you can't tell me that if Obama had had sets with a black porn star before he got into office, that that wouldn't have been a super big deal. And they wouldn't have same thing tried to get him the fuck out of the White House. But you know what? That would have broken the dynamic of the strong power couple, a la Jay-Z, Beyonce fucking bullshit of the yeah. think of strong black couples. Don't tell me that Michelle and Obama ain't up there. No, of course. Of course. So it's like, so imagine what, what, how that would break. And then even more so too, like Melania has been a cunt towards him in the public eye since the fucking beginning from like not holding his hand to then just literally not being seen at events with him. Like yeah. there's a strong fuck you and in, in how they approach it and how they try to swing it. Yeah. It's like, 
you were gonna fucking do a reality show. You know that the house is a broken home, but you're gonna do as much as you can, edit it in fucking uh, post production style to not make it seem so much. And to by again by you know doing the uh, sleight of hand trick where you know you want oh we looking over here, but I'm fucking around over there, like kind of shit. So I, I don't know how it hurts this case and how you know even losing folks. And I know we're fucking back on the topic with him, but I don't fucking know. Stormy Daniels, what you doing? What the fuck is you doing? No, I just I'm laughing uh, as I always do with Fox and the Jedi Fox Strits, how they kept saying how it wasn't a big deal and how it happened beforehand. But again, just that's how society works. Like in the same thing, like how I'm like, this is trashy that he fucking had sets with a poor. If it, this happened with Obama, I would be talking shit about Obama too. Like, yeah, he cheated on his wife with a porn star. So it's just it's just funny the political age of america and how we when this side does something when that's your when that's your boy we forgive it and then when it's the person on the other side that's the reason why they suck and it's just it's it's funny but Yo, yeah it, attention when the fucking hmm. uh clinton uh Lewinsky shit had popped up because how quick was the turnaround from these because he's had he's been having allegations but how quick was the turnaround from from impeachment to it being because he was on oath and on record and i'm wondering why did we take it so hard so fucking quickly? Cause I want to say it was done within a year. I can't recall. Cause I was, you know, a bit on the green side at that time, but I'm yeah. wondering like why that was so quick and fucking, I mean, maybe cause he was a democratic fucking figure and they Republicans have been wanting to kind of rule the house for the fucking longest, or at least so we fucking believe. So I'm wondering like why they were so quick with that. But then with this again, it's just, we're going to allow it. So many sweeping on the rugs. And I'm curious. So Bill Clinton got impeached on December 19th. Of 1998. And okay, then, so I think they popped off in 96, 97. Yeah, I want to say. Uh, Monica Lewinsky. Let's see. I'm going to look at And mind you, Lewinsky. he just got some pants. Oh, you know 95. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a good three years. So mind you, he was damn near at the end of his term anyway, I want to yeah. say. Wasn't yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, he was going to be out of there. Where's where do I click his name? Good, because I'm trying to think back to when he had left and how quickly Bush got 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 in. Yeah, how long was he was in office? Where is the president? President, governor, what, president? Obama was oh. like 2008, right? Yeah, they got him out like a year early. Okay, because it was January 20th of '93 to January 20th of 2001, and so that was wait Bush. Was 2001 because I figured it would have been yeah. 99, 2000 because he did his full eight years, didn't he? I yeah, Bush say, did his full eight years. I want to say that Clinton so did if Obama seven. was in by 08. Yeah, then, yeah. So, so anyway, I think, Clinton, I think Clinton lost a year. I think that's what it is. He lost one year, I think. But with that being said, did his vice president fucking take over? And actually, I'm trying to remember too. Clinton was elected president in 1992. Uh, he presided over the longest. Well, I don't care about that. Clinton left office. Fuck, wait. Let me look up the presidents real quick. American presidents. I want to see. Because someone who fucking took over after an impeachment, is he on that fucking wall of presidential candidates? Do they fucking count? 
No, that's why I am confused right now. And then I'm wondering, too, is there a fucking because we have tables and, you know, graphs or whatever of all our presidents, you know, throughout the years. I'm wondering, is there a fucking like uh, uh, side bitch fucking wall too? showing (laughs) off vice presidents? Of course, uh, Thomas Jefferson and uh, what was it? George Washington. They all had uh, they lulled side slave chickens. So, yeah, this is something that's been. I mean, I mean, vice presidents. I'm talking Biden's fences. Like, do they have their own fucking walls too, or? Because I'm wondering, like, I don't know. I I, I don't know the serious uh, level of when someone plays vice president. Because when we saw Joe Biden, we kind of saw him do all the fluff pieces. We saw him kind of do the softer events, you know, kind of shit that may or may not be done, but we can't press on it too much either way. So, like, I never really understood the, the purpose of having that fucking vice. Yeah, and the vice president is supposed to be just, yeah, if something happens to the president, then the vice president who's in charge, and then if something happens to the vice president, then it goes to the house, the senator house, or whatever Paul Ryan is right now. So if something happened Speaker. to Trump and Speaker of the House, there we go. Yeah, and so, yeah, so it's just a pecking order. Not yet. He's supposed to be retiring soon, but I don't think he stepped down yet. I don't think it's happened yet. He's one of the youngest cats out there, too, which I think is the most funniest. Fucking early retirement. It must be nice to be white with money. <laughs> I know that uh, with the, talking about the whole him getting kicked out, it reminds me of the, uh, oh, and actually I was the next link I had, was the, so you heard what happened with the Andrew McCabe guy who was the FBI deputy director that was on pace to retire. So he's about to retire after spending 20 years in the FBI and uh, he was going to get his pension and they, the Trump administration fired him the day before his retirement. <laughs> shit how big of a fuck you is that so he Come will on. not be receiving his pension because he got fired and they fired him the day before his retirement that's cold that's cold <laughs> it's like did he do his 30 years or did it say how long he had he had been in the game for no so 20 years yeah so it was uh the very next day i think was going to be his 20 year or his 21st year and uh yeah they fired him before he retired so that's uh that's motherfucking harsh, man. I can't I don't know what to say about this uh administration. <laughs> this is uh America at its finest. And it's funny because did you see Trump announced his campaign name? So it was Make America Great Again for the twenty eighteen or twenty sixteen run or whatever. Uh for his twenty twenty run, he's changing it from Make America Great Again to Keep America Great. Cause it's great now. It's great now. So go. we're gonna keep it great. <laughs> Yo, what do you say about all the blatant lies that he like again, like maybe a see now fool would do, just being so boastful to be like best we do this. It's like <laughs> like it makes perfect sense because he's a salesperson. That's what he sold his name off of. So that was the thing I remember when he was running for our office and people started digging deep and talking about Trump a whole lot more. And they were talking about how he has the Trump Towers and people like view the Trump Towers as like a big super thing. But Trump, the name is just a trademark that he sells to other people. So it's just like right. a bunch of random people that just paying for his name and throw it on there. And so there are some trash uh, Trump administrations or excuse me, um, uh, buildings and all that. But the whole thing is that Trump is a salesperson. Everything's the greatest. I'm the greatest. I, everything I've done has always been the greatest. Like those pictures are lies, fake news. I'm the greatest. And it's just, yeah. And that's, and that's a prime example of someone who grew up with, grew up wealthy and never really 
I had to be held accountable for anything. Like I can say and do whatever the hell I want without any checks or regulations. And there ain't shit you can do about it. Cause I've been wealthy and I've been a brat since I was a fucking kid. Like that's exactly what it is. And, uh, and Yo, then it's, crazy. Friend, it's like an a word, that little, uh, that affluent, boy from Texas. Affluent. affluent. And that was the other thing that was crazy. Whatever's going on with the whole family. And, uh, I just remember this right now. Did you hear that Donald Trump jr's son might be going through a divorce? I heard it's official, and as soon as it was announced, he's out there doing the social media thing, taking pictures with the kids. Like, I'm out here, you know what I'm saying, spending time as if he's not 24-7 with the fucking Danny. So what's crazy, though, about it to me is that so the wife filed for divorce, and the wife hired a criminal justice lawyer. Can rug might get pulled under? Is that what it sounded like? So the thing that's curious to me is that the FBI is doing the investigation right now uh, of what's going on in Trump. They're still, you know, probing the whole Russia thing. And so it's interesting that as they get closer there, because they've been, the Mueller guy has been working his way up as he's been subpoenaing everybody. And so it's interesting that they're getting close to the top. And uh, Trump's or Trump Jr.'s wife is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm going to get a criminal justice lawyer which I'm assuming it might be because yeah, if some charges comes against the Trump family or anything like that, I don't want no parts of that, that they were doing that fuck shit. I got a criminal justice lawyer to prove I have nothing to do with any of that shit that was going on. I'm gonna keep myself safe. And so it's just interesting, the timing of it. And, um, just speculating, just speculating. Two and mad fucking interested if, um, cause we know that he had, he had lost his security clearance. Not too long ago. Yeah. Or no, that was the the um, Jared kid, Jared Kushner. Oh, that okay, was the okay. kid that lost the clearance. Okay. Yeah, You're right. That was the son-in-law. My bad. Yeah. So it's like so there's a lot of unprofessional shit popping off here, and I'm just when's it gonna hit? I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I just thought the timing was interesting with that with uh, the divorce and the criminal lawyer hired so we'll see if it means anything we'll see what happens either way it goes trump could get arrested and put in jail and all his supporters are still going to be like see the system's rigged see they don't want to see white people prosper they're just trying to bring the white man down this diversity climate so poison toxic liberal left antifa whatever else shit they be saying they be saying a lot of shit but it's wild. Yo, this is this is one story. I don't know if you can look it up because I can't send the link right now. Computer might, may or may not be frozen. Uh, oh. But about Google uh, suing, uh, what was it? YouTube? No, no, no. Or Google suing fucking who the hell do they sue? Someone suing Google about them not hi- uh, hiring whites and Asians. I saw that. Um, actually, yeah, I'm googling it right now to see. Uh, yes. So Google is being sued for discriminating against men and women. Both can't be true. Wait, this might not be the article. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. I think it's the James Damore uh, filed a class auction lawsuit. I'm trying to see if it says more about it. Yes, it says that his complaint alleges the tech behemoth engaged in legal discrimination and retaliation against him and others based on their status as conservative white males. Simultaneously, Google also faces another lawsuit, uh, lawsuit and a government investigation over whether it has systematically underpaid women. Uh, Demore, however, asserts in his complaint that he was fired because he refused to accept the company's views about diversity and or because he opposed Google's use of illegal racial and gender quotas and preferences in hiring. And um, 
it's funny because that's just the climate that we're in now. White people so want to be oppressed. Like that's the new <laughs> thing is that white people want to know we're the ones being oppressed. How dare you? And it's just, it's, and I get the whole, like, no one should be, whether you're conservative, liberal, like nobody should lose their job or anything like that about their political views. Also, you're not supposed to bring your political views into the workplace. You're supposed to keep that shit outside. But, um, it's just funny because that's where we're at in society is that the conservative white feels that the entire world is attacking them and they feel that diversity means death to the white man, which it doesn't. It just means inclusion. And a good example of that going full circle, going back to Black Panther. So that was the thing before the Black Panther movie. That's the reason why they never had like all black cast where they put hundreds of million dollars into a movie because they assumed that you can't make money off of uh, all black ass. You can't make money off of shit like that. But by putting the, has, by have, putting it out, have these motherfuckers never heard of Tyler Perry. So Tyler Perry doesn't count though. Cause Tyler Perry is garbage. Yeah. In my personal opinion, and it wasn't doing blockbuster numbers like Marvel movie or excuse me, uh, Tyler Perry ain't knocking a Marvel movie off of the top of the box office. So, I mean, it was successful enough where they could survive off of it. But like a big mega movie like this, it had never been done with black people. And then they did it with black people and it broke records. So it was like, yeah, see, <laughs> give black people a chance. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you could make some money. Same thing yeah. with Wonder Woman. I thought it was dope that with DC, all those movies was felling. And then they finally made a woman superhero movie and it blew up that saved the franchise well i mean it was also part of the tides you know with all the me too's and just just before right being on the fucking cusp of shit so yeah that was just perfect fucking time and um but i will fucking say to kind of come semi full circle uh tyler perry actually is part of the marvel universe and he apparently played some kind of trooper uh, or officer kind of guy in the gardens of the galaxy so if you go to the first one he's the one brother uh <gasps> driving one of the fucking ships real random remember that yeah small part <laughs> i do remember that real fucking random that's wild. No, and real quick, uh, yeah, because you definitely are frozen because on uh, Google Hangout, you've been in the same pose smiling for about <laughs> 10 minutes now. So I'm assuming that, uh, yeah, you have crashed. Is your is logic still going, though? I think I have no idea because everything, um, and I was worried that it wasn't charging for a little bit. I had to fuck around with the my internet charger, but luckily it looks like it's like it's lit up. Uh, but yeah, some somehow, some way, both the logic looks like it's something, but, but my sound card is moving. I'm seeing sound sound Still coming moving. into the mic so it's doing something and i wish i can try to close shit out but at this point i can't move the mouse so i guess we will we'll see after uh <laughs> after <laughs> hopefully google's picking up all this shit and we can oh. then publicate that so we i know we'll yeah. see we'll see so no uh and last unless, thing unless you want to take it unless you want to take an intermission and i can fucking reset the bitch but i think we should be good i want i'm hopeful yeah i'm hopeful too and we'll We'll see what time it is, 12.15. Okay, yeah, because I'm going to go to work in like 30. No, I still got a little time. Okay. Um, no, so uh, moving on, uh, your girl, Rachel Dolezal. Oh, it's my, uh, my favorite black white person. Yeah, she's back. Miss Transracial herself is back, and apparently she has a Netflix special coming out. Popo, did you hear about this? Is it a fucking documentary? So yeah, it appears that it's a Netflix documentary, and it's uh, in it. Her, her son says he resent resent some of his mom's choices. Wow. Now the son, I'm pretty sure she does not have mixed babies, right? Other than the fact that she spiritually is. Black. I think her kids are mixed. Uh, because they got black names. Uh, 
So, so I guess she's been thumbing along with the thought of being black, you know, a little while ahead. She was was fucking planting them seeds. It says Dolezal struggled to rebuild through a stand on Netflix appears to be taking a toll on her two children. She can uh, identify whatever she wants to because it's her business. But when it's put in the limelight, I don't think you should be pissing people off more than they already are unless you want to be want to be bit in the ass from it. I'm trying to see. It <laughs> doesn't sense, say fucking... that's the sons. Yeah, I mean so, that's yeah. The, that's the one, that's the one thing too. And we, we and again, Trump has the ability, the power, and the money to be able to literally tell you that what you know is dumb, retarded, and fucking false. But common folk, for the most part, when you have information on you, when you have blatant, especially, I mean, the fact that we live so translucent online or through social media, whether it's fake or not, like, there's so much of our shit out there. Like, how could you really stop it? You know, especially fucking opinions from others, because everyone fucking has that like an asshole. (laughs) And it's even worse if they're an asshole. So it'd be interesting because I do. I hate to admit it, but I do want to see it. So I will be watching it when it comes I'm, out. Oh yeah, for sure. Whether or not I binge that shit, I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't got the kind of fucking time to invest shit into uh, watching something if it doesn't fucking grip me, tickle me, and fucking keep me there. And it's funny because Breaking Bad. I don't know if you ever fuck with that show. It took. Oh yeah, that was my favorite show. Six to eight fucking episodes to really like it. But that ended up being one of my favorite fucking series of all time. That was the same thing with me. I thought the first season was very slow, but then in the grand scheme of everything, it was very necessary because it really painted the background picture of it. But it was like, yeah, it was like six to eight episodes in like season two. That's when Breaking Bad really started taking off. And even though the ending wasn't perfect, it was still it was good enough for me that, yeah, Breaking Bad was my favorite show of all time because just character development. That's what it's about. I think ending a show in any fucking way, it's not going to go through smoothly i felt the same way with yeah. dexter dexter one of my favorite all-time shows of all time and yet the way that it fucking ended it pissed me the fuck off because why it's ending what the fuck you know you love so much whether or not they ran out of ideas i mean which might be usually the uh epitome of you know what's going to continue a show or not like you gotta fucking end it so ending it of course just like like let's say in a relationship it's not going to be fucking like, not, every party involved is not going to fucking like it Exactly. They're, it's impossible to please everyone. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah. But, uh, yo, and uh, speaking of. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Really quickly. Up? I said all that shit to say uh, there's a show called Disjointed, which mm. apparently follows the bitch from Black, not Black Mirror, from one of the American horror stories. I forget her name. Oh, my God. I, can't I know it. who you're talking about, but I can't Old think of bitch her name. Looks like a racist for damn sure. Anyway, she plays the main character or owner of the, the show Disjointed. And, bro, it fucking just it just bothered me it was annoying it was uh what's the word it just i mind you i know i know they want to be on the nose because it's a fucking show about weed but i was like no this is stupid and i literally cut it off halfway into that one first episode yeah and i saw it's popped up on my netflix my suggested before but um it just ain't caught my attention to actually hit play on that BI because it's funny because Netflix kind of it's so much stuff on Netflix that sometimes I hop in and I'm overwhelmed by the amount of choices. And then so I just turn it off because I'm like, I don't know what to watch because it's just it's so many options. Like, I don't know, <laughs> which is why they push on fucking shit they do. And I, I can't get mad. I can't get too mad. Yeah, I ain't mad. Now, uh, somebody else I'm not mad about. uh and uh, I guess uh, hit him with a little bit of that. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yo, Papo, did you hear that? Uh, apparently, there's loud orgies of Mexican fish um, popping off 
and apparently it's making the dolphins in the region deaf. <laughs> I would imagine anything Mexican is going to be reproducing like a motherfucker, but holy shit, making oh. dolphins deaf. Oh, gotta love it. Yeah, apparently out in, uh, there's a species of Mexican fish that amasses in reproductive orgies so loud that they can deafen other sea animals. And uh, scientists are awed, and um, they're they're just blown away by it. And apparently, yeah, it sounds like really loud machine gun with multiple rapid sound pulses. So they orgy... Wait, the orgy is so fucking strong. It sounds like fucking oh. AK forty seven is fucking blasting off. Yeah, it sounds like their, ma- their mating call resembles a really loud machine gun with multiple rapid sound pulses. And when hundreds and thousands of fish get together to spawn once a year, the collective chorus sounds like a crowd cheering at a stadium or perhaps a really loud beehive. So they're getting these orgies on, and it's so damn loud, it's making the other sea animals deaf. Like, yo, they they live in and the right life. Yo, that's the right life. They doing life right. Like they like, man, <laughs> while y'all humans is up there working nine to fives that you don't like and working salary, working seven days a week. We out here having orgies so loud that we're making other people go deaf. We fucking up. Our life. good time is fucking everyone else's time. Up. That's word life. Yo, they live, they live in their best life. I ain't even mad at them. That, that is insane. <laughs> Yo, I, I, uh, this dude in this movie I really love um, he's looking back at his life and he goes man if I could be 18 again I would tell myself be out, go out there more and fuck as much as you can <laughs> that truly <laughs> I feel is what makes a fucking happy life let me ask you something uh, not to, to take away from this what the fuck story but have you fucked with the? actually I think we talked about a little bit about this before you fuck mm-hmm. with the Chris Rock uh, tambourine tambourine special? yes I did like tambourine Okay, yes. he also uh, he he makes a reference that's fucking very true with uh, I would say couples uh, where you never really change who you are, uh, and then the shit that you're pissed about now you probably been knowing and noticing since the fucking very beginning. But usually, yeah. like like at the beginning of of any relationship, you're probably fucking like crazy. So mm-hmm. it, so now you're more pissed off about these old Tennessee shits that have always been there. You're always bringing it up. Yeah, huh? fucking no more. But yeah, but oh, no, 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 I was agreeing. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. You uh, fucking as much as before, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel, and not, not to get you know too hippy dippy, but if we were all smoking and fucking, I think we the world would be just a calmer, more self aware, and alert kind of place. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Because. Uh, yeah, the world the world is a, a a a curious place, and so if you uh, just get your rocks off as often as possible, yeah, you'll live a long, happy life. You got to produce that serotonin because every time you bust, serotonin. you produce some of that serotonin. You need that. You need that in your life. Yeah. Yeah, now, now something we don't need in our life, or maybe well, we kind of it's a gift and a curse. So we kind of need it in our life to learn about the universe and what's going on out there. But also, it's kind of scary. Um, you heard right about this. It's a cucumber-shaped asteroid flying into our solar system called Omau Mau or something like that. But apparently it's the first thing that has come from the outer regions of the universe. So this is something that isn't one of our regular asteroids. It's just been floating around our solar system for millions of years. This is something that for whatever reason was on a trajectory towards our solar system for who knows how long. And um, it's floating out there and uh, apparently stumbling out of control, Papo and people, people or scientists are kind of concerned. They're keeping an eye on this because yeah, so, this is some brand new. 
So this isn't something that came out that black hole pretty much the last fucking time we got together. This is a fucking asteroid that's been around for the longest, shipping on the longest, coming straight towards us for the longest time. Yeah, because basically the the, the giant shortest the solar system <laughs> and it might penetrate our, our universe. Or Basically. And um, it doesn't look like it's going to come close so far. I think the, it's gonna come. the big penis is going to come. It's going to come. But apparently it's not going to come close to the world. So we shouldn't worry about getting hit by this thing. But uh, yeah, it's not part of our solar system. It doesn't gravitate around anything that we know of in our solar system. It seems to have come completely out of nowhere. So this might have been a chunk of another asteroid that was way off somewhere that crashed and then knocked in its trajectory to come through our solar system. Or as some people are concerned, because it's odd shape um it looks like it could also hey for all we know it could be some type of spaceship coming from outer space i mean like we don't know what it is papa it sounds ergonomically shaped to fucking you know what i'm saying yeah seems a little more organic but yeah apparently they said that uh yeah it's an unusual object sped around the sun before disappearing to the outskirts of the solar system and it's on its way back to interstellar space but new research reveals that it wasn't smooth sailing for the interstellar interloper um it looks like uh oh mau mau didn't glide through the solar system or rather tumbled willy-nilly and flipped as it journeyed on so this thing is just flying through the solar system and uh, i know one of the things they were excited about they wanted to try to somehow get a hold of it because then you could test it to see what kind of minerals and what's all on it Mm -hmm. so then you know we could get more understandings about the building blocks of the universe and what's going on out there but uh yeah i think this thing is a little bit too far for us to reach but um yeah, maybe there will be another one. But the gift and the curse is my concern is we, you know, we want to mine these things to see if there's diamonds and other minerals on it. The other concern, right. though, is that what if we get one of these things and it has a virus or a germ on it that has never been introduced to Earth? That has a high likely to because it comes from the, the as far as we fucking know, the opposite side of the fucking universe. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, though, too. When these things are floating around. I don't know if they have their own gravitational pull or if because it's traveling at a certain fucking velocity, if it picks up shits along the way. Like, is that possible? Like, so this know, one I don't think is the debris. I don't think this one's big enough because you need it needs to be big enough where it has its own gravitational pull and then it'll suck stuff around it. But this thing is just one piece of the thing that's just flying through space. And so I don't think it has the gravitational pull to pull anything with it. So it's just a single piece just flying out there. One thing that kind of uh, confuses me and interests and kind of tickles me is, uh, you know how a man, you know how like they say that, uh, you know, in in space, it's not a matter of distance but of time. You know, that's, yeah. that some shit's away. I'm just kind of wondering, like, as this shit's going, I don't know how many fucking millions of light years fast, if that's even fucking possible. Um, as it's doing that, um, and obviously we're fucking living life what we think 24 hours at a time, I wonder, like, how fucking slow we are in essence that— everything else. Yes, that, that they can triple through something or even find, like, a wrinkle in time. Shouts out to Oprah and her Disney mm-hmm. movie uh, that they can just kind of pop in and out somewhere. See, and, that's, and that, the, that's the thing that is the universe is so vast at this point— and we know so little about it for nothing's impossible, honestly, at this point. It could be something like that where they can hop through time and space. It could be something where um, aliens could know about black holes and how to travel through like time or wormholes, if you will, through the universe. We have no idea because the universe is just so vast. And whether we 
understand it or want to agree with it or not, uh, we still don't know shit. We don't know shit. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering because there's actually speculation about uh, about Elon Musk's uh, Tesla Roadster that's out there. They're wondering, mm-hmm. like, with the shit, you know, the bacteria that it could have possibly carried here with us, whether someone fucking in the back seat or someone just not washing their hands before, I don't know, slapping yeah. something. I mean, there has to be some kind of organic material from us, whether it be a hair, whether it be something else. Uh, and who knows what kind of shit might have been in the fucking trunk. I don't know. If I was a fucking billionaire that can send shit into anywhere, can you imagine him fucking putting droplets of sperm <laughs> so that he can, like, somehow I'm fucking... spread my sperm, it, put my, put my no, seed out there. Who, I'm, I'm who trying to spread my seed. Seeds. You, it's the, it's the <laughs> biggest sprinkles of anything you can... Most oh. important shit you can ever give. So besides that kind of being till God, like... Uh, again, if that shit would land somewhere, somewhere maybe that's still kind of going through its big bang process to where there's still all these other chemicals and minerals in the air, like let's say fucking gas or something fucking weird. Can you imagine like just our our bacteria being some can being somehow explosive in another fucking sphere of whatever fucking gases are out there? Could you imagine something from so far away and what it would bring to us and what it could fucking do? Do you think a fucking plague, Lord forbid, can fucking happen? It if we were to have something from some unknown pace come, I mean, would that be a fucking play? And that's the reason why that might be possible because going back to the transatlantic slave trade, when uh, the Europeans uh, uh, got the Africans, yeah, and brought them to America, that's what killed off a lot of the Native Americans was the diseases that came over with it. For the Are you saying fact niggas of- killed the natives? No, well, no, white people and they <laughs> not washing their they ass. Fucking, exactly. <laughs> fucking you should wash rags. Yeah, you know, the Europeans were the last to develop the bath, but they, yeah, no they lie. brought over, well, they were, yeah, they were, they were late to the party, I'll say that. But um, <laughs> no, they, uh, yeah, the diseases that they brought over, that's what killed off a lot of the Native Americans was they had never been introduced to these diseases. That's the same reason why um, you're not supposed to, one of the issues with homeschooling a kid is that they're growing up and they're not growing around enough germs. So then once they get older in life, if they get hit with something real bad, it could really fucking hurt them because you want to grow, have them grow up around a bunch of other kids so they can constantly get sick and get used to all these germs so then they could be healthy in the long run. That's the I same really- thing with... Um, allergies kids that you keep indoors um when they're younger when they be or adults they have a lot of allergy issues because they're not used to being out there their body hasn't developed a um uh a barrier for all the dust and all that like they got to grow up around dogs and cats and be outside to be able to you know survive and adapt Mm -hmm. to the shit out there so they're not having an allergic reaction so it's crazy it's crazy uh, man, that, that kind of makes me wish or, or fear a fucking study of Purell and the fucking shits that might have done to our fucking immunities. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Yeah, we'll see down the line if that's actually hurting or helping us. Like it, it helps us in the short term of you know with staying cleanly. But again, we got to look at it from the course of evolution. We don't know a thousand years from now our immune system may break down again because we've been using too many medications, and we don't know because we don't understand. And there's not enough human history out there that's been recorded for us to actually gauge uh, the intern intern result of a lot of this shit. But mm-hmm. uh. We're going to have to see. And, uh, <laughs> it's funny because unfortunately, I think it's that time for uh, the, the Nets last segment before because my damn phone is blowing up. Looks like 
work is saying, uh-oh. Oh yeah, there's appears to be issues at work. So before we get out of here, I think it's about that time. <laughs> Ooh, I'm with you. It's about that time for a bring it in. Ooh, slow down. Dedication. And um, yo, your boy got one dedication, and uh, I'm gonna keep it simple, keep it sweet, and uh, cause this chick is sweet, simple, and all sorts of dopeness. Everybody knows I gets down with the with, with the pro wrestling. I got to dedicate this episode to another little uh, cutie who uh, is on the indie circuit that goes by the name of uh, Jordan Grace. She's also known uh, by her other alias, uh, Thick Mama Pump. And uh, for the people watching, she's a nice little, uh, nice little. I like my girls BBW, so I'm, I'm I'm not mad at her. And uh, Jordan Grace is somebody she actually she was on Raw one day, uh, just kind of in the background. She trended. And so I found out that she was an independent wrestler. And so I've been following her wrestling promotion uh, online. And, yeah, she's basically one of those uh, uh, independent people who have um, she wrestles in like the gymnasiums. And so unlike WWE, who's in front of tens of thousands of people, they wrestle in front of like 40, 50 people, which is what your average wrestling person is going through before they get up to the the main show, if you will, WWE, but uh, she's doing her damn thing. She's a young chick. Uh, and yeah, she's absolutely dope. And she squats two twenty five, and she bench presses one ninety five, and she goes by oh, the name yeah, of thick pop, thick mama pump. So show you love and respect over there. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll throw mine out really quickly. If you can uh, show it to the peoples for me and you can find mm. her IG. If you want to go to IG, uh, her name is I'll Emma over her. Glover. But if you want to find her IG, you say Emma Glover. Emma Glover. She goes by Miss M I S S E M M A. Oh, I think I have her own hair already. Oh, have I used her? Because you know what, I was di- I, use her I, again. I think she might have fucking came into the crates. In all honesty. Um, oh yes, because I'm following her. Okay. All right. Well then, then you know what? No, I, I, I have none. I give none. No more love. <laughs> Well, no, we'll show we'll show Emma Glover some more love because you're so awesome that uh, we had to say it twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! But, uh, so yeah, so I was trying to think. I'm like, because yeah, my my computer being frozen, I can't get to it. So, and for some reason, my phone's being is being a bitch right now, not wanting to pull up my recently saved files. I know, and yeah, and it's funny because on the uh, Hangout screen, it's been Papa with the same uh, shit-eating grin looking at uh, the microphone. <laughs> I don't even know if they could see it, though, because I just see it in a little thumbnail in the bottom wherever, so it looks like you was about to, or it looks like you were laughing and you were getting ready to say something. It's just been stuck on that face <laughs> for like an hour now. So we'll see how the, the live video, uh, see yeah. how that works. People <laughs> the fucking live videos, which again, oh, this is this has been, it's been too long in the making for, for us to be able to fucking do shit show again and it just it we the dynamic isn't there unless you know yeah i know you gotta hit him you gotta hit him with the live one too you know you gotta keep it fresh and you know do the damn thing every so often and yeah the goal too is uh to come back uh hopefully wednesday as long as nothing else pops up uh but yeah the salary life is is the life because yeah i got texts and calls from work so uh looks like on that note i'm gonna have to yeah head up to work and see what's going on but uh (laughs) on that note once again our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com uh fuck with us on social media like our facebook fan page follow us on twitter subscribe to the youtube channel just add ibhmpodcast an appropriate spot and uh, make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. 
Uh, it's on Blackie's Mexican Podcast, or you can just go to ibhmpodcast.com. Yeah. You can find all the links. Fucking, uh, yeah, check out the social medias. You can always fucking reach us directly. Mm. If uh, you were too afraid to go into YouTube, but you said that people ain't too afraid to talk shit on the YouTubes, right? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. People ain't never afraid to talk shit on uh, YouTube. And also, yeah, fucks with us on Instagram, too. I almost forgot at I'm Blackie's Mexican, uh, where we post uh, clips or not clips, but uh, thumbnails of the episode artwork and the dedications and all that. So you can show them love and show them, let them know that uh, we sent you. So, oh, yeah, please do. But uh, once again, I'm black. He's uh, frozen right there in the corner with a smile. <laughs> he's also Mexican. They and say. Uh, they say. And uh, if they didn't like the podcast, what might they be, the Papo? Honestly, if you didn't like the fucking podcast, I would almost presume, because I wouldn't want to assume, but I would presume that you probably go to what, trumpdating.com <laughs> or trump.singles.com where you can find someone who thinks the same way you do because we, we dare not fucking uh, want to confuse people with actual political views by just kind of going with someone that believes in power you want them to know that you empower uh not to say that you might have had a slave trade uh ancestor but you probably racist probably if probably you don't like racist, this show. yeah you probably like plantations too and yeah and hang out with martin scarelli and hopefully you go to jail with that bastard too but well, hey, what if they gonna rape him oh they're gonna rape him you yeah his so? he he's definitely uh his asshole is gonna um take some of that long pipe while he's uh in the pen pause night night yeah yeah bang bang so, tight. <laughs> so until next time Someone say adios. Adios, amigos. Goodbye. Sometimes I really wish I could be somebody else. Be somebody else. Wish I could be somebody else for a day. Be somebody else for a day. Be somebody else. And on that day, me and Chris Brown would change bodies. Shit, I got a kid. Oh, 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 I can sing so well. Wonder if I can sit in work. Wait, can I really sit in work? What up, my nigga? What up, my nigga? Big ups, my nigga. We are my nigga. You pussy ass nigga. Man, fuck y'all niggas. Cause I'm that nigga, 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 nigga. I'm that nigga. I woke up in Chris Brown's body. So how this shit turned into freaky Turn this bitch sideways I can't believe that it's Freaky Friday It's Freaky Friday I'm in Chris Brown's body I drive his Ferrari And I'm like skin black I woke up and I'm Lil Dicky Lil Dicky? What the fuck? This shit is real weak How's dick staying perched up on his balls like that? Walking down the street and ain't nobody know my name. Whoa. Ain't no paparazzi flashing pictures, this is great. Whoa. Ain't nobody judging cause I'm black or my controversial past. I'ma go and see a movie and relax. Hey, I'm a blood, but I can finally wear blue. Cool. Why's his mama calling all the time? Leave me the fuck alone, bitch. Wait, if I'm in Diggy Body, Breezy is who? Hope my daughter's in school. Fuck, if I was Chris Brown, where would I be? What would I do? I woke up in Chris Brown's body. So hot.
If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably cause you're racist. Fuck your feelings though. <laughs> yes.